Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I am your apparently tongue-tied uh, host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie. Hello. Annual orangutan sword fight, Bellacom. Ooh. Yeah. Fun. Sam. Daily Chicken Duel Burns. What? And Ellie, Hourly Crab Tickler Sparrow. How, what does that even mean? That's an excellent a crab question. Tickler that um, also is a bit like an owl, but not one. Hourly. Oh, hmm. I thought you said hourly. Yeah. I had more questions. I mean, answers in a postcard. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I'm sorry, I got really giggly. What are you doing with this postcard once you've written answers on it? I just, like, snap a picture of it and put it online somewhere. Yeah, I put it on Twitter. So I was just imagining, like, burning it and hoping that the message would, would somehow reach to us. Yeah. We're not gods. <laughs> Aren't we? Are you sure? Aren't we? Well, basically. Incidentally, the characters are now level 15. Yay! <laughs> I got very giggly during that intro because... Because of the exact way you were tongue-tied, tongue tied, there was this glorious second where you said, a handful of mad actors will ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and I can't, I actually had to share it before I could move past it. <laughs> um, <laughs> a handful of actors will, will ass. to survive the, uh, the <laughs> ass survive that the is ass. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Perfect. The great quivering. Well, it's time for us to to stare into the great great quivering ass of the future. This is how I'm going to sell the show to anyone who asks from now on. Yes. And demand future ass. What messages (laughs) from the the present? It's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for the community to help design an element to go into the game. You can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs, link in the description. We are an affiliate of dnddice.com, makers of beautiful specialty dice since 2010. Whether you need dice because you're masquerading as a vampire, calling Cthulhu, or are some sort of pathfinder gathering the magic munchkins, you can click through our affiliate link in the description and grab yourself or a friend some particularly sexy dice or a particularly sexy leather dice bag. We are also an affiliate of Zavi, fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items. Remember, you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code FLINTLOCKS20 to take 20% off clothing and FLINTLOCKS10 to take 10% off not clothing. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Pastor Jason. Bums! Now, isn't it? Bums, 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 And on that cheerful note, bums, uh, bums. It's time to bum again. <laughs> <laughs> Flintlocks and fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. 
So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Farbles, the party have successfully defended against (laughs) bombs. Uh, has, has successfully voiced off the bums of fate and defended Newmark against uh, the Redcoat forces. In the wake of the battle, uh, the party have taken a little bit of time to, uh, not exactly unwind, but ca- uh, catch up Unclench. on matters past. <laughs> Unclench, if you will, yes. <laughs> Having retrieved little little Corzin from the arse end of nowhere. Fine. No, not at all. From Kyle. Um, <laughs> and paying the... Paying the, uh, the can you tell Robbie's in person with us today? Can, you, can any of you tell? <laughs> I'm fine. No bums here. Played uh, a touch of polymorphing, dredging up some... Um, <laughs> Some iron, and indeed having having a dog race uh, with Corzin as with uh, Junior, with Corzin Junior being a dog and part of it, and a mosquito, and a mosquito. Let us not forget. Uh, Never forget. Yes, that blood draining little adventure. Uh, while Celestia has gotten very drunk, uh, visited some friends, visited some less friends, um, and we pretty much come back in the late afternoon, early evening, by this point I would imagine, of the 24th of Falling Leaves, 1798. Uh, It has been quite the day all round. What would you like to do? I mean... I have a thing, but it's it doesn't have to be the first thing. I don't have anything. I don't I don't <laughs> Scam's pretty happy to do nothing. Oh, fair. <laughs> Had a busy day. I spent all my spells on polymorph, so What about you, yeah, Do you it's... have anything? Like out of character. I mean, or you could just ask it in character and this say you can back up at the ship. I'm just going to rock up. Um, I hate this, but I've definitely had a couple since I left later cases on the yep. road. Yeah. Not loads, but a couple. <laughs> Dropped spell card on before, so far from my front, now I'm back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to come find you two. I assume you're on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello. All right there. Everyone had a good day? Yep. Yes. Little, little Corzin was a mosquito. Why? I, oh, who knows? Um, uh, did he pick he, that or did you just yeah, do it for. He asked to I'm be. Not, a, I'm not going to turn the child into a mosquito without their consent. I, I, mean, I didn't think so, but it's, it's, be, it's been a hard couple of days. I don't know. <laughs> little Corzin, by the way, is, is just fallen out of it at this point because jet lag. Oh, <laughs> it's already that is, asleep. That is fair. Yeah. Why would you like, pick a mosquito out of all the things? A sign of a confused um, mind. A sign of a very shoulder. disturbed little person. Little freaky freak. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, be nice to Jeffrey. <laughs> when have I ever been nice to Jeffrey? <laughs> Why would I start now? I would be really. I'd be worried. Mm. I'd be really worried. What's 
Well said, Marjorie. Mm. So, what do you want to do tonight? Sleep. I do um, like sleep. Mostly sleep. It's been a, it's been a busy week. A little bit, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I've um, I've got a, a couple of um, ship-based errands to do, but um, I'm probably just going to be getting this little one down and uh, uh, settling in for an evening. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to join me, of course. But mm-hmm. um, I will do. Uh, I mean, it occurs to me that there's a scary echo time. To oh. You make ah, a very yes. good point. I really want to pretend it's not happening. No, no, but But this is a rare right. bit of respite where everything isn't on fire and we can maybe afford to deal with it. Yeah. yeah um, we should it doesn't do have to that, be today, then. but it should be before we go anywhere serious. Yeah. yeah. No, Which you're quite right. We're probably planning on doing soon, aren't we, out of this camp? Yeah. I mean, my concern here, if, like, I'm up for doing it immediately, except. I used all my spells to make little calls in into many animals. Um, that's a fair and reasonable decision, and I don't judge you for it, but you have a point. Uh, yeah, it just... If anything happens, I don't want to be... Like, not be able to be helpful. Yeah. We could do it in the morning. Uh, yeah, that that would work too. I'm surprised this hasn't come up previously, but, um... If you were to attempt this whilst, um... Uh whilst under the influence of alcohol or whatever. Oh, I've been drunk before Does... when I've swapped with people. Hmm. Did they it just... carry through? Um, I wasn't drunk in the bubble, but they were drunk when they were me. But I'm not sure there's any swapping to be done here. Fair. I don't think we shouldn't make any assumptions. Because oh, we might... don't know. You might get finger snapped for a bit, wouldn't that? We awful? haven't got a clue what You might get happen. somebody completely random. Or we might struggle to get you back easily, or anything could happen. Mm. We're doing something different, potentially. Yeah. Let's not go in without full... Yeah, let, let's go into this as prepared as we can be. Maybe we should do this in the morning, then. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Because right now, I think I could probably, like, make a pretty picture. Or break everything and nothing in between. Right. I've had those days. I feel ya. I get a lot of those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the in-between ones that go the first, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, rather. Hmm. And sometimes there just seems to be loads of them because I want them to be, but it means I can't do little stuff. You see, that I'm jealous of. It's useful. Because in a battle sometimes, I'm like, well, I can make that man laugh really hard, but I can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah. I think at this point, yeah, pretty pictures or... Destroy half a city. Well, neither of those would be helpful in any weird echo situation. Maybe not a whole city. Uh, maybe half a city's a bit. Maybe it's say pulling a number out the air, a hundred foot radius circle. Um, I don't like it when you pull numbers out the air because they're usually about right. Yeah. You could destroy a city square. <laughs> uh, or uh, some ships if they were all in a row. <laughs> well, I don't know if it would. I don't know if I could hurt ships with it. Anyway, is, is this a lifting up thing? No, or just something else. Something else. I don't think it's going to come up. It's fine. Let's have a nap first. Yeah. <laughs> Swing from a flask. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you're right. We need to do that soon. I just, I, I don't. It's, it's honestly, it's making me anxious in my brain, 
and I don't want to leave it because it gets worse the longer I no, leave no, it. No, you're, yes. you're absolutely oh, no, yeah. right, and we will deal with it. I think that's why I went to see Lady Grace, like today, because I just if I left it any longer to see what would happen if that happened, I felt like I might just just yeah. physically die. Yeah. So How yeah. Go? I know you made my accident in your brain, but now I'm wondering about anxious in other parts. What you my definitely be anxious. Like, like, what, just anxious in one hoof? That would be weird. Have you never been anxious at the back of your head? Does that not happen I mean, to you? No, yeah. most, mostly it's in the belly. That too. That's, That's a bad. Oh, in, in like sometimes my ears get fuzzy. In the breathing parts, lungs. That That's a word. <laughs> the breathing parts. I'm a singer. I really should have chipped in with that. Uh, Don't you fucking judge, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's what I, that's what I'm saying, Marjorie. Exactly. Yes, Jeffrey. Thank you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> how did the meeting with Lady Grace go? Yeah. How was it? Uh, <laughs> this is a sort of like difficult maths look, like really, really difficult maths. Right. Um. Um. Really bad. And then, all right. Okay. I think I'm right. still livid. Yeah. But I think okay. we, we're sort of being mature and we're in a bit of a better place than we were. But the thing is, right, I went there to be all like, here's an olive branch, you piece of fucking shit. I'm going to be really nice. And then she was drunk and an asshole. And you So were... I was back. Okay. Uh, and then... And then it got worse and worse and worse and worse. And then she sobered us up forcefully with magic. And then she was nice. Okay. But we said some really bad things to each other, to be honest. It was quite weird. I nearly left. And then I'm, I'm sort of glad that I didn't because we're okay now. But now that we're okay, I feel bad that I'm still angry with her. So it's... Yeah. Emotions don't just go away. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that you're angry about is a big thing. Yeah. It doesn't that's have why to I be thought it was shit, right? One that, sitting. That's why I thought it sucked that she was an absolute shit. I was like, you don't get to be a shit. You're the one that fucked up in the first place. Bastard. Uh, but, you know, like you said, she was drunk, and sometimes drunk people are assholes. <laughs> doesn't excuse it, but. I'm sorry, she is a worse drunk than I have ever been. And I'm not exaggerating, it was well, real bad. Apparently, a bit, of a bit of an alcoholic back in the day, actually. That's why she has the ring of sober. Hmm. That makes sense. All right, yeah, noted. So. <laughs> yeah, so she drinks, but she just she just gets the taste. Wow. Huh. Surely that would be harder. I thought that. If you weren't feeling it. Well. I can see the benefit, but also, yeah, that's... Hmm. I can see there would also be other drawbacks. Yeah. Ugh. I'm glad like, don't get me wrong, now. since I've had the ability to just, like, immediately make someone uh, uh, sober, I, it's it's a bit of a waste of a spell, but... Um, fucking it's... awakening is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, things are complex. I think better than they were, but I feel very weird about the whole thing. I want to trust her, but... It's a mess. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I built a well, fort today. Who did you? A big one or a little one or um, what are we talking? Out of um, books and other random objects in the um, the city hall. Oh, like um, like the 
blanket fort thingy built in yes. the corner of our room, like that one. Yes, but sturdier. Mm. I tried to sell it as an impromptu um, defensive structure, but mm, I'm not sure they'll go for it. <laughs> it was. They made us wait. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, I think I was justified. I don't think anyone should make you wait. I think it's dangerous. <laughs> Did you True. Play yes and no. What does that mean? I mean, it is now a fort. It is no longer other furniture. So it's not like. But they have transformed certain things into other things. No, they are no longer like chairs in a cabinet. That those are those don't go back now. Oh dear, that's fun. I would say transformed rather than broke. If we thought you the right materials, could you make some turrets for the one in our room? Because I would like there to be turrets. Let's do this. That would please me. Causing, later you receive <laughs> yep. a bill for 30 gold pieces. <laughs> Fine, yeah. Fun fact, um, I, I will take that out of the, uh, the ship's um, kitty, <laughs> so to speak. Fun fact um, for the listeners, uh, the corner fort is a cameo from the corner fort from our old house when you Jason and Robbie used to live. We had a permanent blanket Aww. fort, because why wouldn't you? That was there yeah. the whole time we were. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> You know, if, you, if you're having to be an adult and dealing with taxes and, you know, uh, adult stuff, you, you deserve a blanket fort. Exactly. Oh, God, after a bad day, a blanket fort is really oh, good. Well. I will note that oh, so good. you live, like, you live in the in an officer's cabin, but you still you still live in a cabin, so that, that blanket fort is taking up, like, half your space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is worth it. <laughs> we just clearly need hammocks. Yeah, yeah true. Fuck it. <laughs> so. So. <laughs> Uh, in which case, if you're leaving off uh, finger snap investigations until we're morning, having a date, ain't we? Then you, Again, yeah, unless anyone you, else is doing other things. Oh, I have no plans. I have spent all my spells. So I have so many downtime things. So, <laughs> no, no, you, you, to bed. That's all good, man. Okay. So, as you all had your respective ways, uh, Celestia, you uh, you close off the evening by basically snorting rainbow dust. Smash it into your eyes. We're going to find Saran. That's it. Have fun. Thank you. Do lots of things I wouldn't. I might do. Bye. (laughs) Oh, yes. You bum together. (laughs) Scamp. Yes, but I'm somewhere else, so it's fine. Are you in the top bunk or the bottom bunk? Ooh. What Scamp wanted. I feel like we've established this in the past, but I forgot. I, Celestia, would have preferred bottom because the ceiling is less close. Yeah, I think we've had the. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, you hear from below. I also think of, you would have wanted the top. Yeah, and yeah. if I was in the bottom bunk, I would just be kicking your back the whole time. You would. Which would be mean. Uh, Scamp, you hear a sort of sound from below as the spell takes effect. Bye! Um, and as the, rainbow, as the rainbow sand floods your vision, uh, you fall backwards. And open your eyes. Let's say in a little bit wrong, not quite right. In the streets of a dusty city. The 
walls around you look like sandstone, but there's a rough, there's a sort of dull orange rust uh, coloration to the stone here. You can feel a wind blowing spice, thick with the scent of spices blowing through the streets. And as you pick yourself up and look around, you recognize uh, beyond it the streets are a, a, on a wide street, a bazaar filled oh, yeah. <laughs> with colorful market stalls and strange and peculiar dreamlike creatures. As well as, uh, once again, you do see here and there the odd. Uh, gnomish figure traveling through. Quite dis- different from Fighty in style. Usually, uh, again, these gnomes are wear clo- bright and vibrant clothing, yes, but it's more. It's got strange, multicolored, two or three tone effects to the, the, to the silks they wear. Picturing um, tie dye, is that incorrect? <laughs> if tie dye shifted when you yeah, I want it. I want it. Um, some wear they wear some wear, wear headscarves. Others wear curious jewelry of different. Some made from seashells. Others from uh, bright stones that glimmer with a light that doesn't quite come from refraction. One person is wearing just uh, one of the names is just wearing, as far as you can tell, just solid cloth of gold everywhere, including golden gloves, uh, and all of their uh, jewellery is made from, like, grey stone or, like, pink granite or just something to break up the bloody gold. <laughs> um, you see them haggling uh, with uh, with a market stall, I don't know, and uh, for, uh, for something, and they very carefully pick up what looks like a series of it's not really clear like almost like live cuttlefish and carefully put them into like pass them to another gnome uh, who has just a, a, a bowl of water but they slip and one of the cuttlefish accidentally touches their hand and you watch as it just stiffens and turns to gold and you just hear swearing it's like Carefully use the golden tweezers to pick up the next one. <laughs> wide berth. <laughs> yeah, you give Midas gnome a very wide berth. Oh yeah, no, we're not. We're not opening that can of worms. <laughs> no. Um. Again, the rainbow flame flickers on your fingers mm-hmm. and guides you. Don't look at anything too hard in the bazaar, yeah. as we have established is the thing to do. Yeah. And you follow the uh, you you follow your way through the thick throngs of people until you reach. Actually, you've come not too far from your um, not too far from your destination. As you see, the one of the shadowy figures standing by a stall, and the bubble begin to appear around like a soap bubble. More like a soap bubble in nature, these than the uh, water bubbles that you get when you're when you're scrying through the uh, through the eye. It's different in effect. And as you pass through it, the more sort of like hot desert winds of the streets transform 
into a colder market of a city you've never seen, a place you've never been to. In the distance, faintly you can just track the curve of mountains beyond high buildings in an unfamiliar style with slanted terracotta rooft, uh, rooftops and like aggressively fretworked wooden beams in places. Um, and you'd there see uh, Saran, dressed differently, actually, to how you've seen her before. Her hair, her long black hair is folded back and held up by a, what looks like a bone comb with mother of pearl uh, in a circle at the centre of it. And she's wearing um, a... A long robe, a sort of a long dress robe type of thing, tied with a sash at the waist, and very wide sleeves um, that come into point, uh, to sort of cuff points around the wrists. Uh, uh, She's inspecting what looks to be a stall of, I mean, as far as you can tell, pears. Or maybe apples. They're like these weird round, what like they're definitely nashy pears. <laughs> round, Best pears. Uh, round uh, somewhere between pear and apple in nature. Um, and she blinks and looks around. Oh. Hello. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? No, I. This is a very dull dream you've interrupted. We have like <laughs> nice apples, pears. Close enough. Okay. Nashi, they are crunchy, can juicy. Um, see things for a moment. You said it's safe to eat. Yeah, we're not really here, so it's sort of okay. She picks one up and passes it to you. Thank you. The stall owner goes. Uh, <laughs> says. Uh, I conjure up some fake money because I can do whatever I want in the dream vault. <laughs> no, he takes the he takes the coins, gives one a bite, shrugs, <laughs> and pockets it. How are you? Uh, I suppose. Well, I'm still. I imagine somewhere being watched over by an overzealous orc. Mm, well, she's not here, so it's okay. <laughs> you see Saran just like... There's a moment where the suggestibility of the dream fold, like some oh, yeah. storefront you see, or something. You, just... see, you see a flickering of a matron-like figure and then just transforms just into a random hobgoblin yeah. uh, woman just sweeping the street. She literally does the like, shut up gesture where you like close your hand <laughs> and she just goes away. Sorry. It's sort mm-hmm. of it's it can be my gig here a bit, so sometimes when I think things, they'll happen. Um, do you still want to go to where you said you wanted to go? I most definitely want to see your interpretation of the Tiger Palace right, well, at the top of the Yellow Mountains. I'll make you one. And then if you want to see the real one, we can do that as well, if you like. There are ways. Um, I guess let's let's leave this market. I feel bad shitting on something that's in your brain. <laughs> um, 
you lead the way. Um, I mean, we... How do you want to transition? Um, I would like to transition like a cartoon wizard. Okay. Um, like Mickey Mouse style. So that I'm pointing and things are like coming up out of the ground. Like... Oh! Um, oh like oh, properly oh. just conjuring shit like a conductor sort of thing. There's music as well because it's Celestia and that's yeah. how it works. Excellent. Um, but... Yeah, some some very strong electric guitar happens, and there are some big wizardy gestures and lots of like dramatic pointing that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it's all very very silly. Like we walk down from the we walk down the market, sort of fades away, and then this starts happening, and like yeah. a mountain comes up out of the earth, and it's exactly how you picture somebody would conjure a mountain yeah. with the big arm gesture and the coat flapping in the wind. Mm-hmm. And, People, know. like, the street, the streets, the buildings, the, the, the market goes, they just sort of melt like sea foam into the ground. Actually, I think they scurry off. Oh, they just, like... Yeah, I think that's what happens. I think yeah. they, they just... It's like they're, it's they like someone's just, like pulling them off stage. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, Saran looks, looks looks back for a moment and they're gone. It's yeah. like when, when when things just like disappear outside of your view and, you look, and they've just been removed. Yeah. Mm. I turn to Saran as though, like, figuring out what she looks like. Like, for show, I know what she looks like. Um, and at the top of this mountain, there's this big tiger head with like an open mouth and bear in mind Celestia has only seen one tiger and it's Stormy so it's Stormy okay. but like slightly more fearsome looking yeah. because Stormy's a kitten <laughs> and it's like got its mouth open in a roar and inside its mouth is a very very big statue of Saran <laughs> um, and she is punching a, a comedy zombie in the face and the art style is sort of Looney Tunes, if one were to imagine that. Um, and yeah, the whole time she's painting Saran, she's kind of gratuitously looking over at her as though trying to copy, when actually like, it's, yeah, it's from her brain. Hilarious is that because more properly, although I've used the term lightning tiger um, for, uh, for, for Stormy, Stormy is probably slightly closer to a jaguar in nature. She's it's not, not quite tiger. right. <laughs> Celestia does not know this. Celestia does not know this. As far as I'm concerned, Stormy's a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. It it has like an absolute Stormy resemblance. But yeah, slightly more fearsome. Um, And sort of Torchwood rock style. Does anyone remember the Torchwood lift? Mm. Where like it was in Cardiff Square and there was a brick and you had to stand on the right brick and it would go down into the earth. Yeah. So like something like that appears out of the ground. It's pretty nondescript looking, and I just go jump on. Your wish is my command. Thank you. Steps Um, onto this onto this platform. Yeah, this just just a little rock. I click my fingers. It floats us up into the tiger's mouth next to the really gratuitously big statue of Saran. <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking huge. <laughs> it's like five times life size. Yeah. And, the, and and it's dwarfed by the size of the giant, of the gigantic jaguar tiger mouth. Yeah. Um, and when we get there, I step off. I sort of take it by the hand like a lady and step her off the platform. Um, my thanks. And <laughs> I put my arm up and you know, like on a theatre curtain, like yeah. the really fancy ones. There's the cord what you pull and the curtains come open. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I pull the cord mm. and instead of a pair of curtains, the sky changes, but it goes out like a pair of curtains. 
and as the sky changes, so does the landscape around. It's sort of like like if you were pushing a deck of cards yeah. over, you know how you can make them like flip. Yeah. It does that and it turns into this brilliant orange forest of trees that she described as I recall. Uh, with like rolling hills and like beautiful stuff. So the mountain is kind of keyed for comedy. The the sky and the trees are actually sincere in what I think that beautiful view would look like. The trees are probably a bit weird because I imagine they're not the same trees that she's seen, but like I really try. Um, Roll a nature check. Lol. Um, that is it's my fucking nature. That's actually a twelve. That's not terrible. Okay, you, they are not all conifers. <laughs> For me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're from the underdark, so that's all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance you just turn them all into evergreens. Yeah, but yeah, I go yeah. for the orange glow that she has described to me. This, the the whole landscape just folds over and transforms. Uh, a variety of different deciduous trees that you've seen in your travels spring up down the mountainside. Oaks, uh, sycamores, ashes, all sorts, but with brilliant golden uh, leaves. You've seen autumn happen, um, but this, they're, they're all in that perfect moment when they're just fading between pink and yellow and, and, and brown, just like, and, and the whole mountainside is covered over with gold. And there's slight like wind chiming noises as the leaves move in the wind. Saran, who's been, uh, who's been sort of quietly laughing under her breath at the, at the cartoonish mount, uh, mountain, turns around and you just... Oh. How did I do? Probably not quite, I imagine. <laughs> he described it well, though. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. If you want to change anything, um, let me know. Has the the floating stone, like, paused by the statue of Um, herself? I've pictured that we've kind of, like, if the tiger's mouth is a thing, I've pictured that the bottom of it is sort of flat so you can stand there. there. So I think we've got off the the stone thing. Yeah, so she steps up, she's... But, like, we just have this, like, panoramic view in front of us. Really, if you, if you uh, want me to change anything, I can. Um, but I mean, I could. You, you could describe it to me, or I could. I mean, you could literally show me in your brain if you want. If it's not quite right. Um, yeah, but is is it okay? Can I change things? Correct me if I'm wrong here, DM. Mm-hmm. But the only way I can think of doing it so that Saran could almost directly change things would be for me to look at her thoughts and her to picture something. Yeah, because you have direct control here. Yeah, she, otherwise could, she could describe something. But to you, me. Could, yeah, you, she can describe things. But you could, yeah, you you can use a second spell basically. Yeah. And, well, obviously, ask her about things. this before just yeah. doing it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there are a couple of ways. So the first way is you describe something to me, um, and I can try and make it how it sounds. 
Uh, or I, I can look at people's thoughts if you want it to be direct. I could just look and you could picture what you wanted. It's the closest I can think of to give you control, but if you don't want that, that is also completely reasonable, so zero pressure. Friends for a moment, thinks. Obviously I wouldn't look at anything you didn't want me to. wordlessly, she offers you her hand. I'll take it. Hand to temple. You know what? Hand to my temple and hand to Saran's temple today. (laughs) Okay. She holds the hand holding her temple, at that point touching her temple. Yeah, like we're like holding hands on her side of her head um, and yeah I try and not look at anything else other than what she's sending me um, basically okay. like I, I notably don't look around yeah. um, oh if you accidentally picture anything you don't want me to see just picture a door and shut it I won't go in she nods just picture what you want I'll do my best and hand in hand she focuses and you just you let your you let the rainbow spirit take the load and you watch as the landscape shifts subtly the variety of trees changes from like dozens <laughs> to about about three or four different types of trees with similar looks the hills sh- you see them sort of lift and shift like like shifting sands until they reach a certain an approximation of where they should be and in the distance you see, and then you see you see the colors of the hills change patchwork fields coming into existence a low place by a river with faintly Paddies filled with green growing rice. And rising, stepped up on one of those hills, rising up above it, with high, vaguely pinkish stone walls, you can see a city that comes. And Saran does it differently to you. It's less things are like the way. She, like, or rather, the Rainbow Spirit follows her lead in this different way. Yeah. And it's more like they wash into existence. Um, painted like... Painted like... You know when you've got... Um, you know when you lay down a very granulating watercolour? Oh, I've made you a nerd. Did you hear yeah. that? No one <laughs> else knows what that is. Um, in watercolours, my loves. Um, <laughs> the heavier pigments, um, some, if you have like a like a staining watercolour, usually it's just like a flat colour wash. If you have a more staining pigment, the pigment like lumps together in certain places and you get cool texture and patterns. Yeah. Basically, that's what a granulating yeah. watercolour is. Jason knows that word because I go on about them all the time. Yeah. And you use them a lot. I do. Um, you, it's like splotches of, exi- of colour and texture spread outwards from points. Until they fill like in. more like she's painting, than yeah. like she's conjuring. And yeah. you realise, um, this is closer to her style of minor illusions that you've seen her create mm. with the with her little um, 
tall sets. A bit more delicate and painted than Celestia's yeah. style, yeah. Your your style of illusions is very sort of dramatic and sudden. It has flair and it's, flair. yeah. This... It's not a painting because I don't think Celestia actually can draw. No. <laughs> um, so I think it's it's an approximation of her mental image of something. Yeah, whereas you see, you can almost see the lines... It's strange, you watch the... You see... You expect... Um, there's something about the way that the city fills in. You expect to see almost like pencil lines or ink first, but you don't. It's like you see the city painted into existence in shades of blue, marking out tones. Darker parts. Darker parts. He's being cute and doing my painting process. That's what's happening. (laughs) Sharpening at the edges and then filling in with colour afterwards. Glazing, if you will. Yes. And then it comes to life, and you see just the hustle and bustle, like ants in the far distance, of a city. Smoke, painted smoke, becomes just little pillar, little little columns coming from chimneys. Yeah, I wind. give her like a ten-second warning before the minute runs out, but I, I do it. I get as much as I can from her in the minute. As the minute finishes, you see just like glints of all. Many of the roo- of the buildings have these tiered, sloped roofs uh, to them. Uh, often tile, some tiled in brown or red, uh, and in the centre, some of the taller ones tiled in green. And you see golden, golden sort of caps surmounting and full of them, especially around the, the central sort of compound. See why you miss it. Beautiful to look upon. Beautiful to look out from. You can go there if you need to. Or if you want to. If that would help. No. Okay. Today, from afar. It looks pretty from afar. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you paint? She nods. You make illusions, interestingly. Mine just sort of pop up. Sometimes it feels like painting, but mine mine isn't really. I'm not not much of an artist. (laughs) In that, I would disagree. Certainly with sound. Mm, okay. That's fair. But I am good at sound. I think we can acknowledge that without it being up myself. <laughs> Not good at everything like you are, though. She thinks for a moment. Can you create my... my tools? The small tokens I use to yes. cast. Yes, I think I remember what they look like. Tell me if they're wrong. <laughs> Conjure up uh, replicas of the chest Everything is pieces. just like appearing in puffs yeah. of smoke, like slightly rainbow smoke. She takes a little bit of 
um, she takes one of them, which is like almost like a, a, a little stick, and draws some lines on the stone, positioning them, and says, It is interesting. When I first learned to do this, mm-hmm. it took hours to make one image. Oh, you have patience. And it was wrong. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sounds miserable. There are some benefits. Is she carefully, actually quite adeptly manoeuvres, you see a similar process happening as she paints into existence almost uh, a little nashi pear that bobs in the air. Actually, it would remain static in the air because this is minor illusion. If you put your hand in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to put your, you have to put your hand in just the right place. Oh yeah, oh, I can do that once. But the first one I made was a little bit more like this. She adjusts a couple of things, and you see the lines and the colour don't quite match up, oh, and no. the, and it's not quite a circle, <laughs> and it's just just wrong enough to look really unnatural. Oh no, oh, that looks very weird. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just trying to think of the phrase you use. It? Yes, well. Watercolour is my passion. <laughs> she adjusts it again and it comes into back into existence. That looks lovely though. But there's more detail in that than there is in mine. But I don't know. It's interesting watching you do this. Because I can do the same thing. But when you have your little tools and you move them around, I actually don't understand what you're doing. And I think that's interesting. She points to the tools, actually. They... They were a gift from my... From your mistress? From my mistress. Well, from my patron. I was her mistress. But... Ah. Each one can remember. How do you mean? It is like, like a spirit right more like writing on a scroll or flicking the beads of an abacus into position. Hmm. They can remember it is so hard to prep them originally, but they can store and recall parts of the spell. She taps one. This one, and she adjusts, and you see her turn it while pre- while holding another in place. And the Nashi pair's color just smoothly shifts from a sort of uh, from a sort of faintly tan color to a uh, uh, to a deep uh, to like a pale purple. She adjusts it again to a deep purple. <laughs> <laughs> it re- it remembers color. And just again. She have a transform tool. She's got a transform tool. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know where 
where she like the magic comes from, the Saran, like the source of it. Saran does not have a spirit. Mm-hmm. As far I as you can she tell, she has wizardy. a patron. Um, as far as you can, t- as far as you can tell, <laughs> Saran is doing Fun. magic in a similar manner to uh, to to like say wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. It seems to be laborious and require tools, mm. but but it's also but the the techniques and the style are different to the spell casting of Jova. Yeah. Hmm. So yes, Ball up. <laughs> we do not know. Uh, that would be what? fun as a reveal. <laughs> but um, she does. She doesn't really seem to be able to do much beyond this uh, mm. that you've seen her do. It's really interesting. It takes, it took months to get to a point where I can do this in a few seconds. I can only imagine, honestly. Because mine just sort of happened, but not on my own. It's because I could see things and they started being friends with me. (laughs) The priests, I believe, do the same. Yeah, yeah, they do. I, I was nearly a priest. <laughs> uh, you have, yes, of course, you have the sight you have mentioned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she shakes her head. I was not so fortunate. Mm. Yeah, it is. It does make things easier, I think. I think. You are your closest friends. You are a strange trio. I mean that in the sense that for you to have found one another and bonded in this way is fate or fortune. Yeah, it does it does seem that way, actually. It's a bit weird, because we just met in the pub. <laughs> when it comes down to it, that's what happened. We met in the pub, and then we were friends forever. She <laughs> <laughs> so takes a moment to praise this pub drinking house. Yes. 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 One of those. <laughs> yeah, none of us have the ability to like, control fate at all, so I'm sure it was totally coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't considered that. I hadn't either. That would like, make sense, wouldn't it? Ha! Huh. <laughs> mm, fun. Um, I mean, you needed a place to hide and someone to distract you yeah. from the guy who's ring you stole. Oh dear. <laughs> and you needed friends at that point, because mm. being on your own was not going well. Oh, I don't And you needed like to leave. That. Or maybe it's just a coincidence. Like you needed to get out of town and a ship turned up. Yeah, mm. let's not mention this to Scamp. Nope. Who already <laughs> ha- feels weird about taking other people. I feel like Celestia has like in their own five seconds where she just stares into space and then goes, nope. She's <laughs> 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 not having a <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, I confess, my darling, I planned making a mountain with a stupid statue of you on it and then I didn't plan past that, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I just thought I'd throw that out there. That it's nice to see you, though. She smiles. It is good to see you. I mean, this is your dream? She gestures at the, at the illusory pair. Can you make that real? Yes. Two pairs. 
she takes the illusory pair out of the air and it it holds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that looked really cool. <laughs> I wish I could do that in mm. real life. Yeah, we could have food, drinks. We could. I don't know. We we could. Could what? <laughs> and we could make weird little illusions of things, and we could just sit here and scream for a while. Ah! Ah! <laughs> she, she does. She just goes. Ah! <laughs> I also scream. Well, that was enormously fun, and I can't believe you did it because you're so composed, and this was clearly just my brain being ridiculous. Um, but <laughs> well, no one else is here. No one else is here. That is and true. I will gladly take you up on that offer but drinks and food drinks and food first right and talk what would you like to drink (laughs) just some tea tea what kind (laughs) there's a particular type of black tea you dry out and smoke the leaves. Smoky black tea. That I can do. Ah, uh, lapsang. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, a dragon gave me some once. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can't make that less weird. That that just sort of ha- He lived in a box on our ship for a while. Um, his name was Lapsang, actually, because it was his favourite tea. Why not, I suppose? But... Not the strangest I've heard. Hmm. Dragons are curious creatures, from all I have heard. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get to know that one very well. I like to scamp a lot with him and he liked me. Because I got overprotective and worried. <laughs> I could not imagine. I've never once been overprotected or worried, ever. Very worry-free person. <laughs> Solitary. Dragons. Yes. They are born a multitude, and most die young. And those that learn to survive keep the trick of surviving. Mm. I had a couple thus far. One of them was an idiot who just appeared to want recipe books <laughs> and <laughs> shouted about them. What? <laughs> and the o- <laughs> I told you. Oh, I remember. Yeah. But <laughs> um, yeah, I was really into cooking. It was very strange, if I'm honest. But like slightly out of tone with the rest of our lives, I feel. Like we just went into a different genre for the day. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm some cool sh- people, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that will never come back to haunt you <laughs> never there's a point where like we hear this like cracking from behind us and there's the beating of shh <laughs> so <laughs> don't suggest things to me they can actually happen <laughs> this is all still in my brain technically <laughs> um. <laughs> I have to admit the number of wonders and terrors you have seen I nearly panicked when I first heard of Corzin's wife. <laughs> Molly's a terror. A red-headed woman named Mol. What? You don't have 
that story? Excuse me? <laughs> I mean, there's a song that I made up about Lily and Molly, but it's it's just about her being cool um, and a bit shouty. She laughs a little. I'm confused. Tell me. Tell me the story of Red-Haired Mom over this tea. A pot of tea. I forgot. The pot of tea appears. She. Small cups or big cups? What are we talking? What do you like? Small cup of... Uh, small kettle. Something to steep in, please. Ah. That's where the drow got it from, then. She nods. Not Most... usually black tea, though. Usually white tea with spices. Ah. Most of the empire sits beneath Haldanos. That would make sense. Hmm. I didn't know that. Interesting. Ah, I know what it looks like then. You produce a classical sort of um, Haldanic tea set. Yeah. With the little. Yeah. With the big pot of boiling water and the little pot what you put the leaves in and the other little pot what you. Like strain them into, and then the two little cups. A nice little little wooden tray. Yeah. She, as she speaks, she pours the the hot water over the tea leaves, lets them steep, and begins serving and straining. Are you you a floor person, or would you prefer a chair and table? Floor cushions, if you please. Low table. She thinks for a moment. Mao Sing Hong. We would. It loosely translates to scarlet hair. Hmm. The. But I've heard the in Jovan her called red haired mom. A wanderer. Her legend has existed for centuries. A woman travelling place to place. Sometimes a goblin, sometimes hob, or elf, or human. Never them. Perhaps I have not heard. Always, always a woman, always red hair. She moves to a place, and she is filled with life and vibrance. She drinks, dances. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> and she brings festivities where she goes. And they do not end. Inhibitions loosen. Grudges long buried spill to the surface. Drinking. Fighting. The rule of law breaks down. Cities burn. And she moves on. There are legends that say of those who say they've killed her, burned her, stabbed her, cut her head from her shoulders, 
and always somewhere else. A red-haired woman. Mol or Mao moves on and finds somewhere else to have a good time unless she is driven out. Bloody good storyteller, do you know that? I've got goosebumps. She smiles, passes you, uh, pours the tea, takes a sip. Have you ever heard of Dionysus? That's a good question, has she? I'm potentially not. It's Mm. pretty obscure. She's Mm. pretty learned, and uh, she frowns. It rings a bell. Old Tyrian pre-regency. It was pre-regency, yeah. Beyond that, but uh, the name, I feel as if I have read it once in a book. Hmm. Um, no, just reminded me of him, that's all. Hmm. Um, new god, saint, god. spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, definitely god for you. I'm just, I'm, I'm never sure these days what I think about it all. This not to shit on whatever you think about it all. Oh, just... we... It is very funny when uh, Regency missionaries try to come to court. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <bet> it is. <laughs> all your gods are not gods. We know gods when we see gods. I'm not necessarily doubting that they're gods. I don't think they're saints. I think that's bullshit. Right? I think the Regency angle is shit. But how do we know they're not all just varying sizes of spirit? Like all of them, including the ones that people think are the really, really big gods. No, they're not just all sort of the same thing, but different sizes. I don't know. I was brought up with a very confusing religious upbringing, and then some other stuff happened where, like, we met some of them, and it's a bit, yeah. I don't know. Complex, you know? I definitely think you're more right than the Regency people, but I just, I don't know where I sit sometimes. She shrugs a little. Where I was brought up, the gods take care of heavens, of heavenly matters. And toilets. That can be a very heavenly matter. (laughs) Some take care of earthly matters. (laughs) And we take care of living. And you know who they are, so you can bribe them. Mm. As I recall, when we last talked about this, you said you were the god of dates that needed bribing, and you were suitably bribed. Most (laughs) assuredly. Excellent. (laughs) And it seems you are a goddess of dreams. I'll take God. Thank you, and definitely not, as well. Just a person with fun magic. Perhaps your friend with the rainbow that you've talked about. Yeah, they are somewhere about. They sort of go somewhere a little bit in the dreamfold. (laughs) They are getting bigger. 
Definitely. There used to be more of them. I used to have a few spirits, but now mostly they sit inside the rainbow somewhere. Hmm. And we're sort of part of each other now. I don't think we could split up, really. We're sort of the same thing these days. Which is interesting. I feel that should be disturbing, but it's not, actually. It's comforting. Perhaps there's something in them that completes, and in you, that completes. I never thought of it that way, but that is how it feels, actually. It certainly has a striking cosmetic effect. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is just permanent now. This is how I look. You know, it's fun. What? How are you looking at me like that? It's really sweet. <laughs> I was simply wondering whether the reed ma- reeds match the rooftops. Uh, um, I mean, I suppose you have to find that out at some point, wouldn't you, if you want to know. Well, I can't trust anything I see in here. You can appear as you wish. I can. I make some really, really long rainbow reeds just like all around <laughs> us, <laughs> like like bulrushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just rainbow, and just look at her steadily. <laughs> just smiles back. Well then. Well then. She reaches forward, hovers a hand near your cheek. Early then. And takes you by the chin, pulls you forward into a kiss. I kiss her. <laughs> and the camera pans to the city of Saul. Yeah, yeah, I think there's probably like, like they, you know, fall backwards to the floor and then we <laughs> we pan over to the, the fireplace that just appeared in the city. Oh, for yes. <laughs> the fireplace blooms into existence in one corner of the. In one corner oh, it's of not the, anywhere okay. sensible. It's just like. In the midair, like, so burning okay. with rainbow flames. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And with that, the morning comes. And it's not the only thing that <laughs> it is. Uh, now, finally. Oh, how much sleep have I got? Not much. Um, Celestia sleeps in. <laughs> like real late. Celestia solidly oversleeps. Uh, so scamp and cause it. Obviously, if you get bored and wake her, you are up first of the twenty fifth of falling leaves, and I'm going to say that Corzin, mm-hmm. Um I actually want to know. Yeah, Corzin, what do you want to? What do you fill your morning with? And optionally, scamp as well. Okay. Um... But I definitely know Corzin's involved. Yeah. Crawson would probably, um, shortly after getting up, um, do like the, uh, the first round of, uh, ship-based errands, like checking in with everyone, like, uh, like the, the watch officer, the, uh, thing. He'd do, um, primeval awareness, even though it's, you know, still in a city and what have you. This is all, like, regular, everyday shipboard stuff. Then he would go back, um, check on Molly, check on, uh, little Corson, because you know... It's bizarre, because you were getting, there. like... Now that the now that the basilisk is here, when you're doing a primeval awareness, you're getting like 
you're you're getting double um, kraken sense. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's probably one of the reasons why he's doing it like more fastidiously on a daily basis because uh, he he knows the the situation has changed and he's wanting to keep an eye on like whether or not it changes again because anything at this point is it is a notable thing. Like, one set of Kraken sense, that's fine. We know what that is. Anything more, that's like, what the hell? <laughs> also, you shouldn't be able to sense it if Celestia is not in the sending room. Hmm. I think we've... Oh, no, primeval awareness. Yeah, never primeval mind. Awareness. Yeah. Because it's too big for a sanctum, so it yeah. doesn't... Yeah. yeah, never mind. Yeah. The primeval um, awareness is, it, like, it just about, like, the sense of it overwhelms uh, a sanctum just about because of the weight of what it is. Yeah. Like, you couldn't scry on it or anything, but it just... I, I think we ruled that basically it's impossible to hide to, like, to just the, the scent of it to cause it. Also, we established that um, because he's now got to the point where he can detect something within six miles, he also knows if it's within one. Yeah, and both of these are within one mile. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, he'd then go back to uh, the stateroom, check on Molly and Little Cause, and probably would um, uh, bring Molly a cup of tea and then uh, get Little Cause up to go uh, and have breakfast. Um, because it's the only way to um, uh, to knock um, not yet jet lag in yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> In, in the behind, as far as he's concerned, is like gets the uh, the regular um, meals in of a day. <laughs> after the um, after all of this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you are you do uh, you do actually get asked uh, sent out. Was yeah, you basically get there. You are actually asked. To oh, who is it? No, my mind's blanked. Anyway, you. I'm just going to say then you you do actually find yourself taking a bit of a walk in the city a little bit mm-hmm. later on. Um, not much later on because Corzin, little Corzin is is like still groggy, is like from the jet lag, and Molly uh, Molly over breakfast does suggest maybe you should. Take an hour for some fresh air. Give, give him a chance to walk about town. Probably a good idea. Um, are you going to be all right here? Oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll hold down the ship. Excellent. Um, and as you are going with your on your walk, uh, scan up to you whether you are even here or... <laughs> no, I'm going to be very sensibly reading my geography books and casting Phantom Steed every hour to make a giant snail just hang out next to Celestia as she sleeps. <laughs> Until, yeah, until she wakes up. Um, you, it's a riding snail. Yep. Racing snail. Racing snail. Yep. There's not much space in our room. It's a big snail. It's the remaining floor space, yep. isn't it? Yeah. There was like nothing untoward with the checking in with whoever the officers on. Watch no, nothing. Were. Nothing unusual has turned up. However. As you are taking a circuit through the northern part of the city and passing the um, crews sort of 
tearing up pieces of uh, like working through the wreckage of the um, battery you with your many many eyes do spot something just under one of the pieces of rubble you catch a glimpse of what you swear is no you recognize it bent under the under a piece of rubble you catch sight of a sawn-off blunderbuss. I am immediately running over to it. Yeah, you immediately run over there. <laughs> Little Corson is like, still like, well, this guy is rubbing his eyes. Perhaps fortunately, given what you might discover. But as you go over and you push up the piece of uh, rubble, you see a, the, a broken p- uh, bottle, the, uh, s- uh, some... Uh, the stained remnants of Apple Blossom's best, and a very thirsty-looking Alton Apple Blossom look up. Alton? Oh, buddy time. Hello. Don't you ever scare me like that again. I might help him out. (laughs) He comes out just covered in dust. I need a drink. I bet you do. I, I just need a drink, any drink. Right, I, I'm going to escort him to the nearest place I can get him a drink. Oh yeah, very quickly uh, you are able to, like, he just gulps down some water, um, and then some more, throws up a little, then a bit more, yep. um, before finally, uh, and before uh, saying like, I reckon I could maybe manage something to eat. Hi, Anson. Hi, Anson. For a few days. Yeah, well, I've oh, been stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna um, get uh, the catch the eye of whoever is staff in this place and uh, like put down some uh, money and say, get this man some decent Ross right away. <laughs> um, it's the nearest place is in fact Jim Diamond's uh, bar and grill. So the broth, right, okay. the broth that is brought out is very chicken flavored, surprisingly greasy. But he right. does take us he does take a spoon and start <laughs> spooning a bit of broth of broth <laughs> in. Thanks, mm. your lifesaver. <sighs> well, I. It's just uh, uh, lucky I uh, caught sight of one of those, and I um, indicate the uh, uh, the storm of blunderbuss. Yeah, one is one is totaled from the smash uh, from the crash. The other one's still intact. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Was it when the, um, uh, the the battery went down? Yeah, pretty much. I was in the middle of um, oh, I was in the middle of directing. Uh, we saw the uh, sort of the car fire coming in. I was in the middle of directing the evacuation. Bleeding ceiling came in. Fortunately, uh, I fortunately, oh, just before it hit, uh, the, the ceiling came down. Uh, one of the cannon, one of our cannons exploded, and a bit of the shrapnel smacked into one of the powder barrels. Didn't set it off, but um, it did smack right into me. 
And then I fell under it, and then that smacked me into some more into some more barrels and a table, and those fell on top of me. And then the ceiling caved in. And I reckon those must have broken the ceiling's fall. Oh, so the table. You know, if it weren't for the fact that I've, I've actually um, witnessed this in uh, in person, this phenomena, whatever it is, uh, I'd say this was um, some kind of very deep magic. Hmm. Yeah, blame Uncle Norrit. It's gotta be. It's gonna be his fault somehow. Yeah. It usually is, right? Um. Just, just uh, keep him coming. Then. Yeah, you. You. It seems him. like we're having second breakfast here, then. <laughs> Indeed, you. You. You end up spending a fair bit of time with Norrit. Uh, not with Norrit. With, uh, with Alton. That's that's not yeah. a secret reveal. That's yeah. just me getting the name <laughs> I've just said Norrit a few moments before. What a reveal that that's would be at this point. <laughs> just peel like Scooby-Doo style. Takes the head Let's Norrit see who you're talking about. That would be a choice, TM. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, this is this is not in fact Norrit Majesty. <laughs> um, but the but you do um, you do spend a fair bit of time with Norrit, catching him oh, up. You did it again. <laughs> fucking hell, with Bolton <laughs> catching him up on the events of the last few days and uh, and everything as he mainlines broth and <laughs> tries to work his way to slowly managing a few solids because. Poor oh, three days of starvation and dehydration. Yeah, let's get this, uh, this man some new clothes as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit. He's smelling a bit ripe. Yeah. Very fucking is, yeah. Speaking of ripe, uh, Celestia, you open your eyes uh, to see two more eyes um, just staring at you. They are uh, about the size of uh, nectarines. They don't have a head around oh, God. them. Uh, you see two glistening, gelatinous eyeballs staring at you, and it takes you a moment to realise there are stalks attached. Oh, God! Bad <laughs> egg! Oh, what is wrong with you? Is this you? Please tell me this is you! The snail rears back a little, and you see the snail's horrifying... Um, giant flat teeth. Oh, that's really, that's awful. What is wrong with you? Do they normally have those? I'm pretty sure snails have teeth. I mean, they do chew things. Like, you can hear them sometimes when they're, like, eating cardboard. You can actually. Yeah. Teeth, wasn't it? Or something they, similar. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be this honest. This is what you tune in for. Jason at the end of the table going, Do, do snails have teeth? Well, they sort it's of have Google. teeth. Um, it's, not a pair of, it's not a pair of jaws. It's one jaw with thousands yeah, of teeth on it. Sort of oh, like, yeah. a, like a worm. As in, like, sandworm teeth. Yeah. Is my immediate thought of what it would look like. It, um, it, yeah, it looks very much like the fucking, like, giant sandworms from Dune. Excellent. Um, except that it's, like, what, like, it's only one jaw. Like, if it rolled itself (laughs) all the way around, it would be like them. But it's, it's actually horrifying to see a snail this size. (laughs) Oh, please make it go away. Oh, fuck. This is 
the worst. If you punch it, it'll go away. I'm not touching <laughs> that. Fuck you. Punch the snail. No. <laughs> Jeffrey, stab the snail. <laughs> <laughs> it just breaks into it, it, into like like it, it, into just planes of golden light. <laughs> Do you have any idea how shit my nerves are at the moment? Why would you do that? <sighs> I've been feeling weird and impulsive. Is that unusual? Like, like, like more than usual? You, you hear, hmm. friend, comment, no. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, is friend lying? <laughs> uh, roll an insight check. Celestia would forever be squinting at Friend to see if he's lying. Mm. Friend is a he, yes? I'm not yes. making that up here. No, he is, I remember. Um, insight, insight, 16. <laughs> as far as you can tell, Friend does believe that Scamp is no more weird than usual. Mm. But is trust him. pretty dry about the fact. <laughs> so you think you've been more weird than usual? Um, maybe. I don't know, it's been a weird few days. Do you want to talk about it? Nah, I just want to be... I don't know. I guess we had to be adults for a bit, and now... Now I just want to make snails. Mm. And whales. You know, I can't actually blame you for that. I wanted to go on a stupid date last night, and I did that because we've good. been being adults. Well, that's good. Although that was an adult, I suppose. But, I mean, yeah, that was a, a grown-up thing. <laughs> Did you have a grown-up time? I did have a very grown-up time. Yes, I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm not looking at I <laughs> never want to hear about that. Good. Good. Can, I'm just... No can... eye contact for you. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey's you... trying to make eye contact. Though. <laughs> I'm climbing up on the top bunk <laughs> and looking down at her. We'll leave that to the fanfic uh, authors. Uh, but what I will say is that that was also... <laughs> that would be amazing. That was also <laughs> in an well environment... for smart. <laughs> also in an environment... A highly suggestible imaginary environment. I well. would imagine there were some exciting things that showed up. I mean, we, we've kind of established that Celestia's subconscious is a little <laughs> bit involved sometimes, and it's not like you're thinking rationally while in the process of. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, to an extent, but, you know, mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there'd be an extent to which your subconscious would be slightly less easily controlled yep. while you were fucking someone, I would argue. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was probably very exciting. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Props. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think the worst possible word, and I think I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards. He's gonna go red at the table, and who isn't? We can't see Sam, so he's cheating. <laughs> I've got a red light on me. You wouldn't tell anyway. Oh, true. It's true. <laughs> We should probably like <laughs> give that context. Sam doesn't just like shine red light in his face whenever he's recording a podcast. He has a little recording sign. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. A little red recording. Bug him while he's recording. <laughs> Sweet. Here it is. It's and it's terrible. red. Yes. He's not just like I must light myself so that I feel the drama, which I also love. <laughs> I would, yeah, yeah, we would be very here for it. If that was a choice. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a submarine drama if anything. <laughs> if there's no other light on in here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, What do you want to do next? We have to be grown-ups again now, don't we? We don't want to. We went to bed. I'll make another stale. Oh, fuck. Fine. (laughs) I'll make three of them. Kill me, I get up. (laughs) 
you, you I leave the room before Scamp can make another snail because it does take ten minutes, yeah. so this is probably a good call. Oh yeah, no, I just I go before that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should go and do the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to do breakfast. The thing. We have to do that first. I've had three already. I haven't had any. I'm having breakfast. All right, yours. You. <laughs> well, twice. Well, I'll ask Belle, and she'll be very nice to me because she's nice. So I'm going to go and do that. I mean, we are on a halfling menu, so you were able to get there. Brunch. Is food all the time on <laughs> yeah. this ship? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, no. You've passed brunch. We're into elevenses. Yeah. Eleven feels about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you catch up. Uh, you you. Sorry. You have some elevenses. Very table. slowly. <laughs> you you drank your feet having some elevenses. Uh, a bit of whiskey is... and the coffee. Preferably when no one's looking. Huh? Which for you is a bowl of uh, vegetable broth with half a bo- uh, hard-boiled egg in it. Ooh. That sounds really nice, mm. actually. Yes. Mm. Um, and eventually you <laughs> get to... It takes so long. Um... I will say that because of the amount of time you take, uh, I'll make some more stuff. <laughs> I'm going to make Causin. a snail and leave it in Little Corzin's room. Corzin and Little Corzin do return. Little Corzin heads over to his. It, it, okay, goes. I failed a wisdom save, so to... I'm making more snails. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, like Little Corzin seems to have woken up. Um, as you come back to the to the ship, uh, he goes off uh, to, to the state room to, see, uh, you know, to, to go to his room in it. Um, and as you're just uh, causing, as you're getting, uh, you kind of uh, need to uh, check your uh, check your uh, or at your at your desk, uh, trying to find uh, something you need. And you just hear a voice go, "Ah, there's a snail." There's a what? There's a snail. <laughs> you look around to investigate. You look around. It, yeah, taking up most of Little Corzin's room is a giant snail with a saddle. <laughs> it's, it's pink. Oh. <laughs> it, Little Corzin, you can see, is already trying to figure out how to ride it, except for the fact that it's so big it can't fit through the door. It's just taking up the room. <laughs> The, the shell is actually the, like most of it would probably fit through the door, but the shell the shell is wider than the door frame. How are you gonna? Oh, just hold on a moment, Scamp. <laughs> yes. What did you do? Nothing. I regret <laughs> you didn't think this one through. What? What have I done? Look how many teeth it's got. <laughs> I knew you weren't just fucking coloring at the breakfast table, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't even fit through the door. About um, uh, uh, fourteen thousand on average, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's a lot. Who <sighs> <laughs> would know this? <laughs> <laughs> also, the, 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 why not on the decks? In fact, no. Probably best not have it up there. People will be slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, you've got to be practical <sighs> about these things. <laughs> There's a lot of slime in my room now. I don't worry, it's not real. It'll go away, in theory. Well, I hope so. Otherwise, I know where you're going to be swabbing today. Oh, no. I wish if you could make some, even if you tried. 
This is a really good question. Sorry, Scamp hasn't mopped anything since like week one for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the slime doesn't. Yeah, the slime doesn't really persist. In fact, it actually doesn't really persist much after, like, you know, when, when the when the creature moves, the slime seems to evaporate after it. It only pulls in its immediate presence. And it does indeed go when the when the cre- projected creature does. Because this thing doesn't... It's, it's, it's basically a hologram. It's basically like a solid light hologram when it comes <laughs> to it. Like, the, it doesn't produce material. Yeah. Right, you know, okay. you couldn't hollow out a phantom horse and hide yourself inside it for warmth like Luke Skywalker. Or cut off a leg and have some food. Yeah. Why? No. no I don't know why those came to a mind. Yep. That happened. You couldn't yep. make a fan. A really more sensible one is you couldn't make a phantom cow and milk it. True. That is a more yeah, sensible one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should have um, had the, the 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 hint from the fact that Marjorie, even when in pigeon form, doesn't shit. Yeah. Or, or eats yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Though, interestingly, for you and Celestia, um, actually, wait. No, you totally have seen something go into Phantom Steeds. Mm. But, like, something less than Marjorie, barely visible. Right. But the Phantom Steeds also have a lot less autonomy than Marjorie does. So. Yeah, yeah. They, you know. There is some. Robotic horses. There is something just... puppeting a, a Phantom Steed, but you're not sure what. It's oh. just not. Whatever it is, it's less involved than Marjorie is. And they don't do like a like an imitation of. No. Moving. They're quite like. No, they're, they're pretty like eerily still. They yeah. are, they are a bit. Actually, yeah, no, there is, sorry, no, there isn't a spirit puppeting Phantom Horses. Phantom Steeds are what you get if you make a Marjorie and don't put Marjorie in it, yeah. essentially. Ah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, they are Not pretty much ever pure on program. No, no, Scamp has no idea this is how the familiar spell works. <laughs> Alright, Scamp, um, so what was the, as all, was it just, um, like, open the door, ta-da, snail? Was that your uh, your thought process with this one? Pretty much. That's about as far as it got, yeah. That part worked pretty well. Thank yeah, you. Um, you'd still need to put a saddle on it somewhere. Would it go on the shell or...? The saddle is indeed on the shell. You, you peer up and see. It's a very small oh. saddle and kind of smushed against the ceiling because Scamp made this snail too big. Yeah, I think maybe I'd put a ladder on it next time. Can you uh, do that? Definitely if you were expecting anyone... Um, uh, smaller than the average human, yes. Huh. Oh, well, we've all learned a valuable lesson today. Such as how have many snails have. <laughs> I imagine waking up to that was rather intimidating, wasn't it? Yes, you know, it was actually, especially after a few days of everything being fucking mental. Just wake up with a big pair of fucking slimy, nectarine-sized, specifically sized, nectarine-sized eyes oh. staring at you. All right, well, we'll have to make a... Uh, no, so is anyone we want to intimidate, we just summon one of those in their bed. Yeah, that'll fucking do it, I can tell you. <laughs> I thought it was rather nice. Just feeling rather relaxed this morning. That's fucking gone, hasn't it? 
Why were you relaxed? No reason at all. <laughs> Stop looking at me with your looking eyes. We should do some racing on those snails. Wait, why are you? Uh, what, what are you talking about? I had some very nice. Oh no, no, no! I just oh, okay. It's not a lie. He understands exactly why and is trying to move the, uh, the conversation on. <laughs> so see it. It just, just blushes like and pretends she isn't. <laughs> I hope it went well. It went really well, thank you. Excellent. Sorry for waking up so late. That is alright. No, no, after the last couple of days, we've all deserved a rest. Actually, that's a lie. I'm not remotely sorry for waking up late. I regret nothing. (laughs) You should have seen some of the other things that were in the room earlier. You woke up at the right time. Fucking hell. Well, no, we actually have (laughs) some good news. We found found Alton. What? What? (laughs) He's alive. Fuck, seriously? Where is he? Yes, uh... He was um, trapped under some rubble, like badly dehydrated and in need of a good um, uh, meal and a bath. But fuck, it's been be three fine. days. Wow. I, I think he must have been um, uh, trapped with some of that um, apple blossoms best. Probably the only thing that kept him alive. Wow. I mean, seriously, nah, if nah. he ever wants to um, uh, uh, go into uh, business marketing that stuff, I think he's got a, uh, a good sell on his hands there. I feel like some of my worldview has reasserted itself because Alton Appleblossom still can't die. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. I was Honestly, some part of my brain has been having a crisis over the fact that Appleblossom is probably actually dead for the last three days. Oh, well, we should um, take him presents later. I think he deserves yes, them. Yes, yes, we should. Do you think should. he'd like um, a snail? No. I, th- no I think he'd like a new like blunderbrush. One of them is completely and utterly buggered. Yeah, that Can sounds like that. a better option. I'm getting a new cup. Yeah. Or you, yeah. you, you, you can mend things, can't you? Oh, yes. The, uh, um, at which point, friend maybe. points out, I mean, I mean, you do know how to make guns and... Oh. Yeah. I could give you a hand. Yeah. I suppose I could. I could make one if we've got the stuff. Maybe you just make one. Like yeah. make a swing. Mad. Ugh. I don't know why that feels weirder than all the other things. Huh. Because it kills people? Yeah, but I do that anyway. Maybe because they give it to someone else and they use it to... you could mass-produce things for other people to kill people. Yeah, I suppose that's... Pretty, I think that's pretty normal to feel weird about, actually. Mm. Yeah, but I picked a ship up and dropped it the other day, so, you know... The sense of scale was a bit off. dropped it? A little bit. It was a toy, it's fine. <laughs> First year. I'm not six. I'm sorry, I just thought you might not want a really gruesome story, so I wanted to give a way out. I mean, it sounded cool. That sounds cool. That's probably... Oh. It was during the battle. Hmm. Cousin looks a little sad, but not that bothered, because... He's a child. He is a child, and uh, doesn't quite have the depth of of imagination to fully comprehend the horrors of what what Scamp is talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Mostly because he wasn't there, which mm. is probably a secret that uh, probably we should be very glad about. Yeah. <laughs> we should go do the grown-up thing. Yes, yeah, we should. Yeah, we as soon as we're up for that. Well, the sooner it's done, the sooner it's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get it done. 
there's still a child here. Um, you don't want to come, don't you? It's really boring. It is. It's going to be mostly sitting quietly and staring. I could bring You're a right, book. Um, Probably or, or I could make you a snail outside and you can go play with that for a bit. Okay. Much more fun. Let's do that. <laughs> You take ten minutes to make a snail. It's going to be a bit smaller. Like, not quite causing size, size scale, causing but, but, you but yeah, you make a riding snail and like he can get on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually, this would be a this would be a point. The previous day when we were um, running around with Kerberos, mm-hmm. at the points at which Little Corzin wasn't himself a dog, <laughs> teaching him the various uh, command words for Kerberos to make oh, him go indeed. and come back. And, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Kerberos... Um... Ooh. It's an interesting one. Uh, Kerberos... We'll do that. Uh, we'll obey someone else's instructions, but only if you're, if you are also on Kerberos, okay. or if they are the one who summons him from the column. Right. Okay. Good to know. Well, we probably worked that one out. You worked that one out when you're standing off to one side, and uh, Corzin try little Corzin tries the commands and they don't work. Oh, and then when you get on, and little Corzin tries the commands, they do, and yeah, you realise, oh, okay. Kerberos ain't gonna move unless you're obviously. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's okay. The intention of the person who has the the collar, I guess. Yeah. Right. But when you dismiss Kerberos and then Little Corzin conjures Kerberos, he responds only to Little Corzin. <laughs> That's and problem. then then it's on, and only pays attention to uh, to your commands if Little Corzin is also on Kerberos. All right now. You're driving now, now let's uh, make sure that we're, we, we understand. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, Kerberos is day. once again collapsed in his collar in your possession. So Excellent. <laughs> um, but yes, little Corzin uh, is very happy with the racing snail and proceeds to race around at honestly terrifying speed, but quite securely on his tiny snail. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, we do not have someone also riding a giant bat and, uh, yeah. a, uh, and a huge rock man on a motorcycle. Um, <laughs> so, where do the three of you want to go? Mm. Sending room, I guess. Yeah, we have to do this in the sending room, don't we? Okay. Yep. I will relieve the uh, the person on duty in the sending room. Okay. Which happens a fair amount. Let's be just like, oh, well done, you're off shift. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it's Alden. He's used to it. Thank you. It's all right. It's a weird trip to do. Yeah, it's nice okay. Day. More than usual. <laughs> <laughs> and the three of you left alone in the sending room. Um, listeners, this is where we have a confession to make because me and Jason have talked about this off air and neither of us can remember the condition for getting finger snapped echo. So I'm just going to spin the eye and yeah. think about finger snap and you're all going to accept it. Cool. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> it was months ago yeah. with yeah. no idea where it was. But yeah, magic. I mean, if, you can, if anyone remembers and give us a timestamp, we can do it differently next time if we need to do it. Yeah, but for no, now, I'm going to override it because. Yes. Oh, well. You, oh, it's gone. You place the eye. <laughs> you. 
Okay, Normal so pre-eye uh, spinning precautions, like yep. with the manacles, the chair, okay. everything. You're manacled. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not using the, I the mean, ring. Yeah, I'm you're not manacled when I scribe. Oh, you do don't it? trust us, though. I think it's worth doing. Yeah. Okay. You need to be manacled with your hands in front of you. It, so I would, they yeah. would need to be in front. Yeah. So it would be I assume then you bring in a table as well, a little folding table. I assume well there was a table in here because yeah, probably I the, the, yeah. the yeah. Uh, sending person would have to write. I mean, down I see, yeah, the there sending. is a table in here because you've got to write down I sending. I the floor and write yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most people do, I guess, yeah. do, but yeah. Uh, no, there is a, there is a table in the chair. So you set up the chair. You are manacled. Uh, your hands are manacled in front of you. You're tied to it, and uh, your feet are manacled, and you place the. I? Uh, I don't really know how we do this, by the way, so I'm just sort of mm. winging it. Uh, so if anything weird happens, help. Help. Yes. Understood. Um, how do we tell if it's me who's come back? There's a um, spirit thing. Is there anything? Else? Is there any other precaution we can put in place just in case, or do we just accept? Oh, that? that's a very good question. Well, well, we. I suppose we could um, ask you what have we just been doing because anyone who isn't you wouldn't know. Mm, yeah, well, my memory last time. Yeah. I think it's just the spirit, isn't it, that is different. So mm. causing no place keep high. Will do. The you place the eye on. I guess you probably actually have like a, a heavy weighted bowl for this because you live, you, you know, you're on a ship. You don't want something. You, you're not going to do it just on a flat surface. It. It'll roll off. Although weirdly, I was picture when it's spinning, it, it probably stay. stays in place regardless mm. of the rock. Yeah, the ship, I think you could so. rock the table and it yeah. would just stay there. Weirdly, yeah. like unless you, yeah, pick like I think putting it fits. on the table in the first place would be a problem. Yeah, though. yeah. So you yeah. probably have like a shallow bowl <laughs> to begin. Probably got like gyroscopic force, so. Yeah. Yeah, but you place it on the on the ta- on the ball on the table, spin. Uh, do you s- when you're trying to scry, you'll usually do like sh- show me a thing. So do you say anything? I say take me to finger snaps echo. Is what you said. Cool. You spin it. It spins. It slows. It stops. You look up. Yeah, I mean, it's just you haven't gone anywhere. Scrying room, Scamp, Scamp, uh, Jeffrey, Old Mother Finger Snap, uh, Marjorie, Corset, just staring at you from behind the table. Wait, hang on, what? Anything worked? Uh, yeah, yeah, d- hello. Hello. Um, you what? look around, neither of you can see this, but you see a hunched, large, old, elderly woman with deep, sort of like, purple black skin um, cr- uh, cr- crooked fingers and a baleful sort of gaze. Do, do either of you see this? Where? Where? Oh, okay. Where? You can see me. Right. I put my hand where <laughs> Celestia's pointing. Um, <laughs> you it's weird Celestia there's a, yeah, I mean, you just see. Um, it's bizarre. If you focus, you can you can see that Scamp's hand is passing through Finger Snap. But on first glance, it looks like Scamp is just like passing it, put, put their hand behind Finger Snap. Like here? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. 
I, I can see herbal, but yeah, weird. From a spirit side of things, do I see anything differently? Good question. You focus. Um, there is an intensity about the eye okay. itself. Um, that's there's always a certain intensity about the eye, but it seems slightly more intense right now. Okay, um, I can't believe I've not thought of doing this before. Yeah. But if there's nothing out of the ordinary, just generally looking at stuff or seeing if I can see uh, spirits, I'm gonna, you know, uh, blink and see if I can uh, see anything different on the ethereal plane. Okay, you shift focus. With the eye out. You shift focus for a moment to the still world, and you get the say. It's the sending room again. Everything in shades of grey. Three, you can see three figures stood behind Scamp. Mm-hmm. Purple, blue, well, silvery, blue, and leaning against a wall and looking, arms folded and looking kind of pissed off. Hmm. You see the purple version of Scamp as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see a manifestation any other manifestations there alright and sc- uh, and as usual Scamp and Celestia are kind of fuzzy and distinct from this okay uh, for, uh, like like shadows from this stance good check though I wondered mm. yeah. yeah no that's yeah, I can't believe I hadn't thought of that before anyway that's good good right um you whatever you're seeing we're not like uh how, how does this work then are you, are you here of a fashion? What What is this? Call, <clears throat> call on me, and I am here. Right. Is that like a forever thing, or...? You may send me away as well. Okay, good to know. Simply tell me to go. Okay, I'm not going to do that yet. Uh, so when we last met, you said that there were other powers in the eye to be unlocked, but that could only be done with help. You wish me to train you to use one of them? Yes. Is there more than one? Yes. But you must master them in turn. Right. To descend through the levels of the eye. What is in. what's at the bottom of the levels of the eye? The sea. But what happens when one gets there? There is a good chance one would drown. Don't go all the way to the bottom. The deeper you go, the more power and the more risk. As you grow closer to the source. Okay. How many layers away am I? A few. Right. 
Does each one of those have a different power or just yeah. more power? Oh, fuck. How many are there? Loads? Enough. Are the powers as distressing as being able to see the fucking future? That depends on what you find distressing. That's a terrible answer. <laughs> but from what I have seen of your reactions, perhaps I don't know you very well. I don't. The first power, though, is how to cast an echo of yourself into another. How do you mean? You may put, create an echo as my originator, the true finger-snap, did. But weaker, more temporary in nature. And you may place it in someone else, displacing their nature. At first, only for a short time. But with skill, you may learn to keep it there and to swap places with it. That's terrifying. So the other levels within the eye, are they stronger versions of this or are they completely other things? First, you must learn to create an echo. Right. Only then is it worth exploring the other ways you may use it. Right. You already have the power. You use it when you cast yourself to what might be or the memory of what was. So that version of me that goes there, it's it's a similar sort of thing. Yes, and an echo of what could be or was is returned. What? You would think of it as swapping places. Yes. I would say this, pour pour water from one jug to another, it takes the shape of the jug. Yes. Now imagine you change one jug to match another. The water is the same water, but the shape has changed. Mm -hmm. 
that is a loose and imperfect metaphor for what you are doing when you cast yourself forward or back or even merely into the sea of sight. Hmm. Okay. Instead, you will cast yourself or a self into another in the now. You will change the shape of their jug to match yours. Where do they go? They see, they do not go anywhere. The water is still there. And when your will passes, the jug will return to its shape. Is there any way to learn this without practicing it on a person? No. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, yeah, I probably should ask that before I immediately agree. I'm going to be safe. There's a pause. For who? If I did it on this one here, would they be safe? Hello. It's an easy enough question. I do not know the effects if you did it many, many times, but they should return to themselves as they were. Right, are you sure? When I, what I remember of using it, I do not believe I ever did so more than half a dozen times to the same person. And they were not a f- and they were still able to return to themselves after. Right. There is an elasticity to the self. So, I'm going to ask a really weird question. Um, which of you would be less traumatised by having an echo of me placed in you for, I mean, how long? As long as you can hold it. For as long as I can hold it, which apparently won't be that long. At first. At first. Ah. This is something that uh, the eye can do. Yes. Apparently it's the same as when I'm going back to the past. It's a similar type of version of me. And the same thing as what happened that seven days you weren't here. Yeah, is that yeah, what that is? I think so. So we'd go to where you were when that happened? Where would they go? You've not really answered this. I don't get it. You said that they wouldn't go anywhere. 
They will... They will be transformed into you. You'll be transformed into me. So oh, yeah, let's do that. In a sense, they will <laughs> cease to exist. In a sense, you'll cease to exist. I'm just, and you know, informed you'll consent. you'll exist again. And then you'll exist again. Huh. If neither of you want to do this, I completely understand. Me. What? Why? No. I'll do it. It's my responsibility. Why? Because, frankly, while I, I'm not particularly um, uh, a fan of the idea, I think that there's less that can go wrong. I agree. But if you get lost, we can't find you. Well, I better not get lost then. Now, you're sure that um, this is something that will only last for a specific amount of time? Yes. Yes. You must hold the echo's shape. Oh, so I concentrate. It's a concentrating thing. Yes. When you cease to hold it in place, its form will collapse back. I think it's like when you're concentrating on a spell. Okay. So no longer than I tell it to be. Makes sense. All right. Um, I don't, I'm sorry, Scamp. I don't want to be shitty. You've been really reckless lately, and I'm worried about you jumping into something. Yeah, but... Also, you have scary powers, and I'm worried what can happen. Yeah, if we if we pair you with more weird magic, that does not feel like a best well, no, idea. No, yeah, but Colson's got a kraken to kill. Yes, and look, if if what you're saying is true, then this is a uh, a temporary thing. But if anything did go wrong with you specifically, Scamp. Celestia is right. There is an awful lot of potentially very destructive power there. Yeah. You said you could potentially just destroy a hundred foot radius thing. Yeah. And I mean, my magic trips out sometimes when I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Um, and yours does too and you don't hurt people that you don't mean to hurt with it so yeah no it's fine it makes sense I have done a bit before actually um, but also the two of you know me you know my abilities you know what um, the easiest and most hopefully non-lethal ways of uh, subduing me would be I don't make this suggestion lightly I don't mean you were dangerous by the way but, but I am. Ma- magic like yours so without control. Everybody is dangerous in the wrong circumstances. No, I'm trying to avoid the wrong circumstances. I don't know, do I? Really? You do, I think. But what about little cousin? What do you mean? What if something goes wrong? I, I don't know how we tell him that we lost his dad. 
but the body's still here. But the, the, the maybe we shouldn't do this. We'd kind of need to. This is important. I'm gonna lie. I wouldn't be doing this unless um, the end. I mean, it might save our lives at some yeah, point. That's the thing. And we know that Corzin's supposed to get his head cut off soon. We'll good avoid that. I that's think we're probably true. changing the date by the looks of where we're going soon because I don't think we're sailing on the date that you know they said. But oh, definitely that not. That doesn't mean it won't happen. Sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. I feel like I've said all the wrong things. No. It's not actually how I meant it. It was more in a... You're impulsive lately and I'm scared that... I don't know. I'm scared if there was something interesting looking, you'd, you'd touch it. That's how it would. That's very fair. I am more impulsive recently. I just... Worried. Sorry, this conversation should have been done better. I think I really realised it needed having until you said, I'll do the thing! Yeah. I did. I haven't really thought about it, but you, you're right. I... Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. None of it's wrong. You're right. I, I've got a lot of destructive power and I'm impulsive and if it's not controlled it could it could do a lot of damage so yeah balls there's there's like a silence and I, I don't I don't know what to do now, um, I need to make you feel worse. It's been bad enough for you, Dave. We need to do this. We do. We this isn't an option, it. and it can't be anyone outside of us three. No, and you can't do it yourself. So, I mean, unless it works on Jeffrey. Jeffrey, do you order? Does it work on Jeffrey? Would it work on Jeffrey? <laughs> In theory, there is no reason it could. Could it work on a random animal? I don't recall using it on any, but you could try. You could also just find an enemy. Well... We had a battle recently, so there aren't really any in town right now. Ah, you do not take prisoners, then. What's, what are the, what's the suggestion? What are, out of character, do we take prisoners? Uh, oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you totally take prisoners. They surrendered. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of prisoners. Yeah, guys. Do you have prisoners? No. She's just pointed no. that out, but I hate it. No. I don't want to say no. it, and I don't think we should do it, because consent... Oh, we finger snap. Consent. So, yeah. Uh, unless it's literally... You will use this as a weapon. Yes, yes, I know I will use it as a weapon, but that will be in a battle, not on a person. There's a difference, right? Yeah. And... But if we, if you do use it in battle later on, 
you'll do it knowing the, how it works and what happens. You won't be messing around on someone who has no say in it. It's different. We don't do things to prisoners. They make a good point. You should practice before a combat situation. But w- would it work on animals? She doesn't know. Because we've got a whole bunch of chickens. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> you do have uh, aliens. Do you think Algin would be with chickens? <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to affect his, like, his, his rituals if we lose the chicken sense of self? <laughs> hmm. Just tell him to kill that one next if it gets weird. I'm pretty sure we can take a chicken in a fight if we need to. I think that's how like, less scary. Like sixty percent sure I could. Could you take one every single day? <laughs> or or yeah. would you rather sword fight in a ring? Sorry, means. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I'd rather fight an orangutan once a year than a chicken every day. Yeah. I repeat, there are so many things I have to do every day to look after my lawful shell mm. and like be a grown up. If I had to also fight a chicken, I might just. just die. I, I just I wouldn't win against the orangutan, so. I think like, I'd rather get beaten up like once a year than have like a fucking chicken oh, fight. I'm not sure I'd day. survive the fight. Well, That's like, my right. Th- when I get up, I have Sorry, to. Like, it feels like a whole way of like, the Green Knight thing. I like, to, I know at the end of the year, I'm going to have to fight an orangutan <laughs> and I'm going to die. <laughs> but, like, when I wake up in the morning, like, I have to, you know, have a shower and eat something and, like, go outside so that my human shell gets some good chemicals in it. And, like, I have to do exercise once a day. I have to do, like, dumbbell things so that my arms don't fucking fall off because I'm an artist. I have to stretch. <laughs> I have to, like,. Somehow remember to drink water. Like I'm about to fight a chicken as well. Like, I just—is it at the same time every day? <laughs> I mean, up that... to you. Or is what? it a surprise chicken? Is, is that a surprise, surprise chicken? Because <laughs> I'm just driving along and suddenly. I mean, just chicken. a word. Chicken. <laughs> I, I feel for some reason when I imagine this, I imagine like if you have to drive to work, the chicken's just waiting for you in your car. So okay. it's the same situation, but it's inescapable. <laughs> Right. Maybe it's when you go for a shower. Because like, terrible. <laughs> naked chicken fight every day. If it's the same time every day, I can at least have some sort of routine, which is actually pretty good for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Scamp and Celestia just like staring to the distance for a moment, <laughs> thinking about fighting a chicken before snapping back to the moment at hand. Um, I think we should borrow a chicken. Because even if we do like destroy a chicken's sense of self I mean that's terrible I feel bad about that but also I, I really ain't gonna change the chicken's life much no, gonna I'll see one live without a head for a disturbing amount of time they're not doing much with them brains no I also don't know if we'll be able to tell if it has me in it or not because it's chicken <laughs> I think we'd know but I, don't, I think if it's well, chicken it has any you level of uh, control over it's your personality you we will know we'll recognize. okay well I'm gonna go ask Algin if I can borrow a chicken yeah, you take the manacles off. Oh, what's still um, on the actually, the chicken no, could somebody else go and get the chicken because I do have manacles on still. I've forgotten about that. You realise you should probably actually do something. Yes. Uh, can one of you get a chicken? I'm wearing manacles. Cousin, can you get a chicken? It'll look super weird if I ask for one. People will have well, questions. Ju- Why? He'll just think you're making another Marjorie. Yeah, but then I have to have it. Oh, but that don't. I give the. I give the. Oh. I could do that, but also... You're giving the animal back at the end. I suppose I am good at lying. 
Okay, I'll go do it. Go on, you can do it. You head down to... And indeed, you can see... Um, hold up, let me just roll for the time of the month. Cool. Uh, it is not Chicken Sacrifice Day. Uh, <laughs> Ajin uh, is actually... Uh, you can see... Uh, having a... a Having like kneeling and sort of uh, burning some incense. Sometimes he does it on like down below. He actually sometimes he'll actually do like uh, he likes it. He doesn't tend to do it in the in the cargo route in the cargo hold most of the time. A lot of the time he'll like go up and like pray and, and pray in the sending room because it's one of the few quiet damn places mm. uh, in the ships. Um, when we're not being weird in there. When you're not being <laughs> weird in there, he actually sees you coming down and goes, "Ah, oh, scam." Hello. No, it'll be a little while yet. Um, can I, can I borrow a chicken, please? Yes. Thank, thank you. Um, Goes over to one of the cages <laughs> and takes, like, carefully ushers a chicken into what into a little travel cage and passes it over to you. Um, just like hypothetically, if, if a chicken lost its soul, soul sense of self, would that? interfere with what you need the chickens for? Hypothetically not, you know yeah Yes uh, uh, would, would you be able to tell if it had? There's a pause I do not think so Oh. but the gods would know But if you didn't know and you used the chicken and then the gods got angry would they get angry or just be disappointed? Oh, that's worse. <laughs> I will leave you to deal with this complex theological question. <laughs> you might not want to use this chicken. And I'm going to take the chicken and leave. <laughs> take. Um, while Scamp is in the corridor with Algin, I actually want to say something to cause him. Yeah. Yeah. Not there. yeah. Fuck, was I too mean? No. I'm really sorry. There is just too much at uh, risk and potential uh, fuck up. I know. Like, I just I don't want to fucking call them mass murderer or something. Doesn't no, and it's th- that. That's look. Not we all. There's a. Re- there's a reason why I uh, I suggested myself, and it was because. The two of you are the only uh, other people I would trust to um, uh, go through this. Yeah, I wasn't exactly agreeing with you. It's my responsibility thing. I think this is an equal responsibility, but I also means I also think that means we have to go for the least damage. Which, in this situation, would be me. You emotionally is awful, but powers-wise, I'm less scared. Well, if it's and reckless wise, if I'm gone from uh, if I'm gone from my body, it isn't actually me, is it? No, not technically. You're familiar with uh, what I can do. You uh, know which ways I could be um, a subdued if that was what needed to happen. Right. Let's hope it works with the chicken first. But... We're looking out for each other. That's all this is. Yeah. Keep an eye on them, yeah? Of course. I don't want them to go all self-hatey. 
they still have, and I mean this in the best possible way, lots to learn. Again, don't we all? Well, yeah, but... but I know I'm not much better, but... We're on different but parallel paths, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back in a minute. We should probably stop talking. Mm. From, I have a chicken! I was going to say, from... It's Fingersnap just, just watching this. Fingersnap has been watching it passively. Before Scamp does come back, she does actually speak and say... I have raised a number of wards. You do not do badly. What do you mean by that? Actually, that's you a are point. firm when you need to be to keep them on the right path as you see it. You. <laughs> <laughs> Can they hear what we're Stop. saying? What, finger snap? Yes. Yes. She's just stood there with a creepy face looking at us. Hmm. Well, I don't suppose there's anything we can really do about that. No, also, she's not really real, so. This is and, correct. Like, she's not alive anymore. And I'm that's sorry. of great comfort to I me, but don't, still. I'm not offended by this. I am dead. Hmm. Hmm. If I called you a stupid bitch, would you be offended by that? Do you want your continued tuition? Yes. A good thing that was a hypothetical, Ben. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose it was. I found the chicken! Congrats! Oh, very good. Alright. Well done. See? I told you it would be no bother. A Celestia chicken, then. Yep. Um, but we can't give it back or the gods will be disappointed? Whatever. I don't what? know. I, I don't know. If we wreck it, if we break this chicken, we shouldn't give it back. If we break this chicken, we should get him a new chicken. We should get him a yeah, new chicken. It's just standard you, you if we break people's things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that's fair. Um, <laughs> it's not his last one or anything. No, no, there's, there's a few. There's, there's, just like fi- there's like a dozen more under there. But if we oh, steal oh, this oh. chicken's soul, it's no good for the gods. Right, great. <laughs> okay, how do I put myself in this chicken then? Please. Assuming it works the way it does with people, mm-hmm. hold up the eye. Now you can see within it your reflection. Yes. Focus on that. Begin to pour yourself into it as you would when you begin to see. Feel your nature flow into that copy. It is very weird. Kind of, it's a weird sensation. Not much happens at first, but you kind of focus. I'm just staring at myself in in a ball first. Yeah. Roll a charisma check. Mm. Come on. 
<laughs> Check. Um, so that's 23. You stare for like a minute. So the reflection stares back. You try furrowing your brows. Not much happens. You start to just feel a bit stupid and like you stick your tongue out at one point. The reflection sticks her tongue back out and waggles her eyebrows at you. Oh, hello. There we go. So ref- it starts to mimic your words, but there's a slight delay in it. It's like the reflection is slightly out of sync and you realise that you can feel some sort of connection with it. Like there's some... Yeah, it's... I like rock to the side to side and see if it's... Side to side, it, it follows you. And then when you stop rocking, it keeps swaying a little bit longer until you sort of... Uh, 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 and then stops. Well done. That is the first step. Alright, so this is sort of me, right? A shallow echo, yes. Now... Look at the chicken. Celestia <laughs> laughs a little bit, but I'm sorry. It's a bit funny. Please continue. Hello. And I'm gonna name the chicken Steve. Feels right. <laughs> Push that connection between you and the shallow echo. Into the chicken. Whose name is? <laughs> into Steve Thank the you. chicken. Thank <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> it's usually not good to name animals that are going to die. <laughs> Making villains say stupid things is always so good. It's the best thing. <laughs> 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 you... So just giggles for a second and you don't know why. <laughs> Officially named Steve, she said it anyway. Ooh, I concentrate. <laughs> the 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 echo like the the reflection of you sort of raises a hand to her mouth and giggles. See, I'm funny, right? She winks back. Oh, thank you. Okay, another charisma check, please. Mm-hmm. This time to try and push the connection out. Oh, that's not as good. Um, that's an eleven. Can I then fake? You can. Because I can see you. I'm going to add a whole one to that. Okay. Focus. It's... It's been almost... The, the reflection doesn't really seem to move. It takes you about 20 minutes of trying different things before you feel like yeah. it's... Finger snap has said pushing, but it's almost like... If you realise actually what you need, almost need to do is... You can faintly feel a sort of connection with the chicken... And what you need to do isn't so much push on the you, but pull on the on the connection to the chicken, like threading you through th- through Steve, uh, <laughs> like a like a needle uh, on a like a thread in a needle through a hole. That's not pushing at all. You sort of pull at it, and you f- and the reflection seems to, which by this point has just started like. Folding its arms and like doing the chicken mm. dance, like yeah. uh, trying to trying to help. Um, 
seems to vanish into the eye and then away somehow. You're not seeing any reflection there. Uh, and But you feel something connect. That same connection goes through the eye and into the chicken. Um, and you see and the chicken's like... Something's happening. Oh, chicken's gone weird. Just still for a moment. Hello. Um, do Blink. something cool if you're me. It spreads its <laughs> wings in a sort of vaguely like a similar pose like to what fashion. I do, but it's a fucking it's, chicken. It's a chicken. <laughs> it's doing its best. Um, and do you hear finger snap? And finger snaps. It calls to you. That connection holds as long as you can maintain it. Right. I'm going to see how long that is. Stay connected. You feel that thread pulling through. Give me a... Ah, this one's wisdom rather than charisma. Okay. Check, please. Whoa, nope. Um, That is... Where's my wisdom? Ten. Well, okay. Some you hold. Yeah, sure. I hold two. Oh. You hold this <laughs> for a minute. Fine. It's it's like focusing on a spell. How long? Do, uh, do you want to keep going longer? Oh yeah, I go for as long as possible. I want to know how long it can last. And being celestial, I will push slightly after it feels okay to, because that is quite, I mean, it starts. To I get, will drop it when I have to. It starts to get tricky. As you're entering, as you're entering into the ninth minute, the chicken's doing these slides. Yeah. Um, you actually, the chicken doesn't like the chicken continues holding its pose or makes another one. You realize that, um, I'll say in this ten minutes, you you tr- just speak out loud to the chicken at mm-hmm. first, and fingers like you. What do you want the chicken to do? Because um, it just keeps trying to like pose like you at first. Uh, could, could <laughs> well, I've you, never seen a chicken do that. Can you sing? Well, the answer is very definitely no. No, no, the chicken cannot sing. I think that chicken lacks pitch. Fucking funny, though. Um, Okay, stop singing. I've had enough. Um. It is... The body is limited by what it can do. Mm. And this is a shallow copy. But you do not have to speak to command it. You still maintain the connection. Try and get it to spin in a circle. It flops and does indeed do a little spit, do a little waddle in a circle. Hmm. Okay, you definitely did that, right? Yep. I get it to sit on the camera. Uh, it's in the cage, but if you want to open the cage. Yeah. Okay, it goes over it's to Kate. Yeah, it, goes, it, it, it waddles. It, it waddles over to Scamp and just sits and like on Scamp's hoof. Hello, chicken. Mark, mark. <laughs> it gives you a little light peck. Hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. A light one. The it's interesting. You feel like the chicken is mostly autonomous. 
But I can't influence it. You can it. influence it. But like, it's, yeah, it's like you can give it a, you guys, you can sort of give it a general, general instructions, but it accomplishes it in the best way it can manage, which seems to be a weird synthesis of Celestia and a chicken. <laughs> like, it's definitely still a chicken. It's just a chicken so if you coloured it with, like, Scamp, a hue sense. of Celestia. Yeah. I didn't want it to hurt Scamp. I more wanted the equivalent of it licking them a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But that's the thing. You don't weird. tell it to peck it. It just does that because that's sort of what you would do if you were a chicken. Ah, cool. It does it without you commanding it. Oh, this is odd. So is it like, can you... Can you see through the chicken? No. Yes. Can I? If. How? When you made the, you feel the connection between you and it. Mm-hmm. That links you to the copy, but you can swap. So I could be a chicken. How would I get back? Once you have swapped once, you should be able to swap the same way. Right. I'm not going to think about it too hard. I'm just going to try. Okay, this one is a charisma check for the first time you do this. Alright, what are you trying? Uh, I'm going to try and swap with the chicken briefly and come back. Alright. Alright. I mean, that's 22. 22, okay. It's takes it does take you a few minutes, so I'm gonna say eight minutes into your like continued concentration. So I'm starting to get a bit wavery so, by this yeah, point. You realise, oh, it's like when you pulled the thread through, you need to pull it further and but like pull yourself out of yourself and then it simultaneously back into you is the closest approximation you get. And it just seems to flow. There's a brief moment of discontinuity. Wow. As it feels like your soul is plucked out of your chest and then rammed into it. <laughs> and you open your mouth, you open your beak, you're sat by Scamp. Scamp is massive. Corzin is pretty like pers- like pretty tall. And mm. still small. You can see a huge towering Celestia above you. You Blinks. Darling. So the- Rainbows! Oh, wow. <laughs> so is this... Huh. Just smiles and strikes a pose. And that then just insulting. drops it. Kind of fumbles around, picks your guitar and starts strumming at it. Does this version sing? You can still see finger snap through through this lens. Yeah. Uh, I would through like chicken to try lens. and swap back. I do not like being a chicken. Mm, give me another charisma check. This is your first try to swap back. It's bad. It's twelve. Uh, I don't you try. I, I know enough to yeah. help you. Um, you like you have total and precise control over this chicken body within the physical limits of being a chicken. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start running into walls you, if I can't swap back. You, yeah, you're trying to do the same thing. It's not It's not quite working. Uh-oh, chicken's right. unhappy. Right. Chicken <laughs> looks unhappy. Panicking chicken. All What's right. it? Uh, what, just, just tell me another, like, celestial-like thing. 
Oh no! I hate it. She has a sip of whiskey. Yeah, you just see Celestia like fall oh, off no. the flat and oh. have a sip. I'm cool. Let's take a sleep. Oh sleep. no! We've introduced this chicken to whiskey. Uh, hmm. We'll, we'll worry it's about quite that. Quite cheerful. Plays the xylophone. Strikes a pose. Plays the xylophone. I mean, there's no magic at least. What's the rainbow doing? Yeah, um, actually, that is the point. What is the Rainbow Spirit is, like, looking very confused. It's it's sort of heart, like, floating so, uh, around Slesdia, but also, like, peering at this chicken very confusedly. All right. Is this in any way similar to how, like, and I would be thinking back specifically now mm-hmm. to when Celestia wasn't here. What was the uh, uh, Rainbow Spirit doing then? The Rainbow Spirit then was sleepily perched around her shoulders and not reacting much. Okay. And so it's you a lot remember, more animated than it was. Yeah, but you remember when Celestia came back, a whole bunch of spirits fled the Rainbow Spirit. Right. The, okay. And yeah, it yeah, had been suppressed fashion. when, yeah. that, right. when okay. that happened. This time the Rainbow Spirit's like, what? <laughs> I will speak directly to it, actually. Is this kind of weird for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like yeah. she's here and she's there. <laughs> oh, so she's in two places at what? Right. Oh. No. And yes. It's really weird. <laughs> Helpful. All right. Uh, so... I. She's fucking around. Yeah, the chicken's okay, fucking around. getting more and more agitated. Alright, uh, it's alright. I've got the chicken. All right. What do we do with the chicken? Celestia, and I will address the uh, the chicken. Seems like we're <laughs> just gonna try again. Look. <laughs> what did you say? This would be the best time for someone to walk in. <laughs> Seems like you've just gotta try again. Whatever you, uh, if you're trying to get back into um, into your body, it hasn't quite worked yet. Uh, are you trying to get back and you're struggling? Is that if if that's the case, pet no, causing a pet causing. Right. Okay. We, bit, we understand right. that. Yeah. If you try to speak, it just comes out of squawking because it's chicken vocal cords. Yeah. Fine. I try and go back again. <laughs> I understand that. Ah, right. It would have you- been. Yeah, you are continuously trying to go back and yeah. you're getting, like, as you're getting into nine minutes, it's, like, really, really straining. Fingersnap turns to you, the chicken you, and says, You can allow the connection to break once ten minutes are up, or you can renew it, but it will use up some of the eye's magic. I can't reply because I'm a fucking chicken, so I'll wait. Um, do you attempt to reply or say anything? Uh, no, no, I don't. I wait no, until I'm wait. not a chicken. In fact, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I am going to continually try and get back. Though. Okay, within mm-hmm. ten minutes, you are not able to make the switch back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because low roll. Um, at the point of ten minutes, you feel an instinctive choice, though you could. The connection through the eye is what's wavering. Mm. You feel like you could pulse that, give you another 10 minutes of connection, but it will use up 
it will use up a use a of charge. the eye from the day. Yeah, that makes sense. In fact, you realise you've used up a charge. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm not going to stay. I think I had enough of okay. the You let now. the connection break, and as the snap happens, you're the, you feel a discontinuity and blink, <laughs> and you're back in your body. And you, you get the sense of the echo, the echo connection snaps, and the chicken, which has been glaring balefully up at you, <laughs> you see it still glare from it. Starts running around in a confused yeah, panic. I've never uh, had much energy. Uh, how 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 do we know if this chicken still has a sense of self? Um, I don't I mean, know if it did. I'm not in there. Anymore. No, but what is? Is it the chicken? Has it's, it come back okay? Is it still the chicken? I have no idea. I could try and read the chicken's thoughts. I, I didn't read them before. I don't so, know that there's well, got to be many thoughts in I mean, there. There aren't words, are there? So. <laughs> what you were yourself when you came back. Yes. That doesn't mean I haven't like melted this chicken's brain, though. Hmm. So we've got any food for the chicken? <laughs> Jeffrey, thank you. We've got your food, Jeffrey of course. Some, some little monkey uh, monkey snacks. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> Let's not worry about Jeffrey's level of intelligence. The chicken, the chicken sort of seems to calm down when it sees food. There we go. There. Okay, well. Just starts pecking you up. Chicken seems chickeny. Yeah. Right. That's I think it's chickeny. Encouraging. I'm not even going to uh, bother asking you to describe what that was like, but I gather rather disconcerting. Mm, upsetting, deeply. Not a fan of body swapping. Right. Well. This will require practice, but you have grasped the fundamentals. So what you're saying to me is I'm going to need a practice chicken or similar. If you so wish. Mm-hmm. Whatever animals... Or people you encounter that you consider fair game. Aha, aha, ha, ha. Oh my god, that was mortifying. She made a joke. What happened? Did... Oh no. Did they make a pun? Yes. Oh. oh. I've been saying she, is it she? Yes. Cracking. Um, I hate to say it, but. There are still questions that, unfortunately, this chicken cannot answer for us. Like, yeah. Where did the chicken go? What was the experience like for the chicken? Yeah. We're asking the big questions today. How did the chicken's day go up to this point? Um, Would a chicken prefer to fight an orangutan? Or a person every day? <laughs> this is less of a less of a dilemma for a chicken. <laughs> From the chicken's standpoint. I mean, the chicken's idea would be um, either I don't comprehend this as, as a question because I'm a chicken, or I think less fights um, would be the one. I feel like for a chicken, it's like, would I rather face a dog once a year or a scorpion every day? Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> I can't have seen a chicken eat saying? a mouse before, so... Chickens can be pretty vicious. That's quite scary. Yeah. Also, what you described uh, is true. Did this chicken think it was uh, underwater for ten minutes? That'd freak know. a chicken out. Yeah. 
It's not a naturally <laughs> tenable position for a chicken. <laughs> I'm sorry if the kraken at the bottom of the scary sea thing just see a chicken. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope so. With no explanation. I, I really want to go and get a bunch of chickens, cast breathe on water, and just cast water breathing and just let them have a swim. He's <laughs> so confused. A colossal eye opens and then he's confused. <laughs> There's just a chicken there. <laughs> I mean, if that's what happens, we need to send all sorts of nonsense down oh there. Oh, God, so many weird things. <laughs> you are right, though. We don't actually know, do we? No, we know that you came back safely. Great, good, yes. That yes, was good. Though. And that you were struggling, but you could get out. Yeah, I think it's like um, I, I didn't manage to get out before the spell ended but oh there's a time limit yeah 10 minutes okay. I think what was that was that like 10 minutes oh yeah. 10 minutes yeah, yeah. okay um, okay well that's but if it if it breaks I just come back okay, I just well, couldn't manage to get out before the 10 minutes but I think that is possible what would have happened if the chicken died um what while I was in it yeah uh what help finger snap what, what would have happened in my own experience, when killing someone I was possessing, I would snap back. What, you'd snap back if they died? Yes. Is she lying? Inside check. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. As far as you can tell, yep, when Fingersnap just brutally murdered someone she was possessing with an echo, she would indeed snap back. She says she'd snap back. Okay. So and what would happen? Yes, that's good. But what would happen if your very competent body with the double in it died while you were a chicken? I never died while using it. I don't know. She don't know. Okay. But right. I suspect you would just die. She thinks I'd just die. You wouldn't just stay in the chicken. I. You are holding the chicken. Steve's. Steve, yes. I'm holding Mind into your shape. If you are not there to hold it in shape, it springs back. Okay. Okay, well, that needs to bear in mind. It's like you need a point of origin. It it makes sense, so it's. But the version of you that was left behind. Well, very accurate in its portrayal was lacking a <laughs> little bit of the... like a flat <laughs> They were lacking a little bit of the common sense, shall we say. A little bit, yeah. If someone had been... who was not familiar with you at all had uh, had some of the activities you, um, uh, you partake in described to them, that might have been convincing, but not otherwise. I mean, T-shirt's probably just a bit creepy really uh, it's like seeing somebody else's bad recollection of you with time and experience you can craft your echo to be more accurate but it is a simulacrum not the real thing it was Acceptable for a first attempt. Thank you. Do you remember anything of what it did? What, like your actual body? 
Yeah, the body that was here and was doing stuff. I strain. Do I remember anything? You really strain. You just remember being a chicken. Mm. Your arm, you can still, like, you, your arms are a bit tired from aggressively playing xylophone for, like, for a little but bit. That's but that's in like, my muscles. But that's in your muscles. Mm. And you don't remember them doing that except from the outside. Uh, nope. So if you did it for longer and went further away, you wouldn't know what it'd been up to when you came back. Nope. Hate that. Mm-hmm. You still maintain control without specific instructions. Well, is an element of control. Your echo will just be in a passive manner. Uh, it'll be passive if I'm not telling you to do much, apparently. Would, well, it defend, I... would it defend itself? I don't know. Would it defend itself? What, like, what automatically? I rarely put myself in such a situation. I... I do not know. She doesn't know again. Well, I think uh, until we're uh, a little bit more certain about a few things uh, with regards to this, if we're going to try anything like this again, it has to be the same rules as if we were um, looking at the past or future. Mm. I have a question, actually. Uh, distance. Is there a distance limit? How does that work? You must be able to perceive the person you are replacing with the echo. Oh, so I have to be able to see them. But they could be far away and I could see them. This is a good point. One moment. Good. I'm just going to check a thing. Um, at first, you will need to be close. One of the later powers at a deeper level is to project that through the eye at a distance. But you do, but first must be far more proficient at creating an echo. In the short range, 60 feet. In the short term, 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay. Hi, echoes. I'm not going to know what that means later, but never mind. Okay. Still so much we need to know, isn't it? Alright, if this is an ability that is channeled through the eye, then do we have to discharge the eye in the same way? Um, I mean, it uses up a charge, I think. But does it... Right. Oh, as in, does... Yeah. Does it, are there consequences? That's a really good question. Yeah, does someone else come through as a result of you doing this? Yeah, but is there a cost in the same way there is to seeing the past and future? You are not as directly connected to the source, no. Oh, okay, so because it's not in the eye. You do not bear that same debt. Mm, because you don't go as far. So, no, not by the sounds of things. Okay. Alright, that's reassuring to know. But, we do um, need to do this, don't we, with a person? We do, I think. We need to know. Well, we've established, at least, I'm... 
I'm gonna request that we keep this chicken under observation for at least the next 24 hours and see this if there's This chicken will not behavior. leave my side for 24 <laughs> hours. Please note that you are bringing the chicken with you wherever you go next. Chicken for um, 24 hours. The chicken's hours. name is Steve. It's very important. The chicken, Steve. Yeah. For 24 hours. <laughs> That'll be a useful note. I'm sure I'll remember what that means. <laughs> right, so it, it's not a, a perhaps a perfect test, but I think it's the only uh, one practically we can do right now, unless we had some other um, animal it was easier to communicate with. I, my eyes wander to Jeffrey before I can stop them, and then they wander away again. I follow you, them. You wanna... <laughs> Oh, yeah, if he's up for it. It's an idea, but we've still got a bit of a language problem. Friend? Yes? Would, would Jeffrey... Does Jeffrey understand what this is? Would would he... Can you ask also, him? friend, would you be able to tell if it was actually Jeffrey or not? I... I would say I could. I think Jeffrey... Jeffrey, Jeffrey? Say no, that's all right. how are you? <laughs> Point to the chicken. He's like, <laughs> Jeffrey does not feel comfortable with this. Is friend talking to all of us? Or? Uh, friend is talking openly, so you can all hear him in your mind. Uh, that okay. seems pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Thank you for being honest, Jeffrey. <laughs> You're not sure. Yeah. You're like, friend adds... He's also he also thinks that the chicken has had too many of his snacks now. Okay, well I'll take the snacks back. <laughs> no, Steve, no. Oh, we'll have to get some uh, chicken feed. Who three pets right now? <laughs> <laughs> we all know you're gonna get attached and keep the fucking chicken as well, which is something terrible to happen to this it's chicken. It's just a chicken. <laughs> It's not like a familiar or a Jeffrey. It's just, or it's even just a chicken. <laughs> oh, my parrot. It's just a chicken that got yeah. body swapped once. Yeah. Or is it? No, or no. is it? Chicken's the kraken. <laughs> wow. It's a copy of the, chi- of the kraken, like, riding around in this chicken now. I've just got this beautiful scene in my head where, like, you know, it's the end of the campaign. We're all really emotional. The mass battle's happening. We fly, we go through the Ever Squall. Like, we've got a fleet of ships, and at the centre, it's just a chicken. <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> all it wanted was some bird seed the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. We feed it, and we're friends with it. And we name it Kraken, and then it's the end of the campaign. <laughs> and the retirement song where the longest John's plays. Oh. <laughs> and we all live happily ever after with our new chicken friend. <laughs> oh. Okay. So what are we... Do we need to do this on a person? I think we need to do. I think we do need to do it on a person. Causing you still down? Should we just do this now? Quick question though. Wait, you said. You were in a place with water, and like when it happened, when you were not you, yeah, was the kraken there? Um, only if you go really, really far down, the kraken's there. Like really far down. We know it's got a problem with causing. Yeah. Should we be putting causing anywhere near it? Hang on, 
um, Corzin is going to be thinking deeply about this for a moment. And you see him go slightly distant as a, a realization dawns on him that possibly he hasn't considered before. And then he just says quietly, It probably wouldn't notice. Uh, what do you mean? Just to to the Kraken. If I'm right, and this is based on um, all the information I've been able to get about it, it's like it would be like um, paying specific attention to an ant. I don't think you're an ant to the Kraken. I think you're wrong. The Kraken can see the future. It knows. Or at least knows that we're going to make an attempt at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're like an ant to the Kraken. I think to the Kraken you're probably more important than it wants you to be. Or you're laughably unimportant because our attempt goes terribly, you know, either way. It's... If it can see the future and knows that I'm uh, going to make an attempt at it, would it not have uh, followed me more actively in the present? Because mm. the, the Reavers want to cut your head off. Really soon. And we know they're connected. What other motivation do they have for coming after you other than... I just look at him. <laughs> They want to cut your head off. Yes, you specifically. You're the one we lose in that fight if it goes down like we saw. Yeah, we were fine. I mean, you were fine. fine. (laughs) We both lived, though. Yeah. Why wouldn't they kill all of us? Mm. Unless it didn't matter. You're important, like, to the future. Right. I... It's never, it, it has never shown any um, uh, interest in a specific person before. We don't know matters? that. We don't know that it's not targeting places based on where people live or grew up because they think it thinks they might be a problem in the future. I mean, the Reavers were. Yeah. In that um, person from the Institute I had with the Nightmare. Yeah. That's what it was about. Reavers coming and killing people for what they would do. Then why did I survive Barnacle Point? Luck, darling. I don't know if you've noticed, but you're pretty lucky. No, I'm serious. Um, if, okay, let's imagine. I want to kill a specific person, but the only thing I can do is make a tornado. With something that big, there's a chance it'll miss. Because it's a huge thing and it's one person and sometimes one person gets out inexplicably. Hmm. It's not a very controllable power, is it? You know? Does that make sense? Like, yes, I understand what you're getting yourself. at. But... Don't think you're unimportant. I'm not saying I'm unimportant, but I'm uh, saying that it, it doesn't think like us. No, it, it sees what you become. It takes you out when you're vulnerable when before you're a danger. That's what it tries to do. 
No, I don't like the idea of either of you, so what do we do? I don't know. I don't think we should be dangling you in front of it, though, Corzin. I don't think you're any better as a uh, potential... I mean, your power can combine with the Kraken's power horribly. Yeah. But, like, imagine it can act through you. That's a lot of power, right? Yeah. Yeah. Assuming it wasn't the Kraken that uh, swapped with you, Celestia, did you have any sense that it was aware of you when you were wherever you were? It looked to me on the way past when we swapped. What, the, the Kraken itself, you mean? I mean, the Kraken's only yes. been aware of me a couple of times. Definitely. One of them was just before I swapped. For the week, that time. Mm. Uh, the second one was... Actually, I don't know if it saw me that time. I saw it. Yeah. It was that time I went really far back into the past and hit yeah. up all those burns. I got really right. near to it, but I don't know if it actually saw me or not. I didn't notice it if it did. Which I think I would have done. Pretty fucking yeah. big eye. Usually I don't feel like it's looking at me, but... Don't know. There's no one else we can ask, though, is there? No. Also, the amount of time, I think, then, is what we've got to think about. If you can do it, then as soon as you're satisfied you can, come back. You can choose to do that, right? Uh, I mean, I couldn't with a chicken, darling. But you could try. You didn't manage it, but it doesn't mean you can't. Oh, I can try. Yeah, I'm just, I can't promise I'll succeed because I didn't the first time, is what I'm saying. All right. Obviously, I'll try. I'd try really hard with chicken, but... Well, maybe we should um, practice a few more times with the chicken once you're um, fairly confident with that. Then we can try it. I don't know if we've got time. Mm. I feel like this is important to know. You also have a maximum of two more attempts today. Yeah, I, yeah I've used up a charge already. Uh, and we're going soon, aren't we? It feels like we're going soon. To wherever we're going with you. Yeah. So okay. we might as well um, do this if we're going to. Um, do we need to talk to like Victoria and Vasilis about that, by the way? I mean, I probably we should talk to Victory. That's entirely up to you, Scamp. Oh, I'll talk to Victory. I don't want to talk to her. She might insist on coming. It's an eventuality I've just thought of. I don't know how we're travelling. Well, that might be a way we could just leave her behind. (laughs) That would be mean, wouldn't it? I shouldn't do that. I don't know. All, uh, thus far, all Victory has said to you, like, as a plan is, come help me steal a mansion. Yeah, that's true. We're going to help steal a mansion. So, but like, we're, we're, yeah, but we are planning on figuring, figuring out, out where we're supposed them. to be going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we? Yeah. We, yeah. we don't know what steal we a mansion We think Victory means, should so come with. Yeah. yeah, so I'm making plans on that. I don't understand what that means. Kind yeah, of that's rules, right. You yeah. know? <laughs> And thinking we probably have to go find. I'm, yeah. I'm imagining like Celestia is imagining like a search quest where we find this place, yeah. and Victory definitely wants to come. And there's absolutely no way Vasilisa won't be like, "I'm coming too." Yeah. <laughs> oh, she'd have to leave the boat. Or a kid though. Mm. Um. 
Vasilis wouldn't be a fantastic person to make an enemy of. Um, Unless that. you hate her enough, and in which case, fuck Oof. it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I do. I hate her. I don't know. I don't think I do. I'm not good at hating. I imagine your feelings about it are very complicated. Yeah, there's not. I mean, there's not many people I hate. It doesn't change the fact that it, it has to be your decision, Scamp. I, I don't think yeah, that's going to that's that. definitely. Yeah, that's a longer term thing, though. That's, that's um, yeah, um, moderately longer. Like, like tomorrow, maybe. Um, but, but yeah, it feels like that's imminent, and we're not going to be wanting to experiment on this when there's other folks around. Definitely not. So. No. It's going to be now or it's going to be not for a while. Okay, which one of you am I doing it on? I don't know. Me. Alright, let's do it. Okay. And Corson takes his hat off, rolls up his sleeves, disarms himself. This takes a while. Um, any encouraging words for Corson before we do this? <laughs> Any inspiring world for You're so good at stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you doing stuff and being good. (laughs) Weirdly, this is legitimately inspiring. (laughs) Okay, you can steal a D10 or is it a D12 now? Oh, it might be D12. You can feel that awkward as Celeste's voice is, like her intent, like she I actually do think you're good at stuff. She genuinely thinks. And you can do all the things. Okay. (laughs) There's also like um You've always got a knack. Yeah. D12. Oh D twelve now. Oh D twelve. Um, okay. Yeah, there's also like a like a worry behind the words that makes you realise how much she loves you. Oh that's also inspiring. I, there we go. I made it cute. I give her a hug before I um before we go any further. Are you Thank sure? You. I am sure. Let's do this. So we meddle killing both of you. Manacling manacling. Is that maybe that might be a good idea. It's gonna look so weird if anyone walks in, but yeah. A minute ago, you were talking to a chicken like it was me, so um, yeah, right. there's, there's levels. Um, we would have another set of manacles on. Oh, board. Yeah. oh yeah. Okay, yeah. you manacle it, cause him, um, and. It's a ship where we take prisoners yeah. sometimes. Well, yeah, that's not yeah. Hard. There, there's so, a brig. There would be. You know. Yeah. At this point, the door opens. No. Warden comes in. <laughs> I was just what sees um, two of you manacled up. You were the chicken, <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> uh, aggressively guarding his his nuts. Um, Marjorie, Marjorie, just like between you, Auden just slowly closes the door and walks. We're not away. done yet. How the fuck are we going to explain that? Never mind. Anyway, it's a magic thing. Um, it is look, actually. You just faintly hear. Paid enough not to ask. <laughs> Thank you. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Oh. We should give the man an extra rum ration or something. I mean, fucking hell. Yes, I will make him a bowl of rum. Right, um, plus the fact, you know, um, I hope I'm not wildly off the mark here, but I do actually think the um, uh, the crew are more or less um, happy at the moment. So if there is uh, some weird stuff, they're not about to um, uh, start poking around where they're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, probably. Right, should it's we, why should we do I've this? Been, yeah, it's why I've been very, very um, fastidious about keeping them that way. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. 
I'm I'm gonna suck myself out of this if we don't do it. Let's do the thing. Do it. Roll another charisma check, please. Uh, oh, it's really good. Twenty-four. Okay, the process is much smoother. It's still not. We're not. You're still not at the stage where you can do this in a single action yet. Um, but it takes you less than a minute to recreate the echo of yourself, uh, the reflection, and this time knowing the trick of sort of push-pulling it, you do feel it start to connect to causing. Causing, you feel a force on the edge of your psyche, like, like a strange otherness pressing into you. Um, you can voluntarily fail this, but I want. But if you don't, I would like you to make a wisdom save, please. Okay, if he feels uh, something's going, that's you, right? That, that's definitely you doing that. Yes, yeah, that's it? me. Zip. Okay, then and you. only then he will voluntarily fail it. Okay. Um, because he will be trying to help Celestia yeah. actively with this, but it's a case of he absolutely has not done this before. He wants to know that's not anything else. Which is for the best, because the, because it, it would have been against Celestia's uh, safety scene. Um, which is pretty high. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Ye- calls in. Sorry, Celestia, you feel a moment of resistance, then give way as you feel the echo transfer into cause. Oh, I should probably mention the ice. <laughs> and then... Like you, you feel that connection is there, and calls in and says, "As you mentioned, the eyes blinks, darling." Oh God! I'm going to try and swap. Um, and yeah, calls in. You re- you start mentioning a warning about the eyes, and then you. later. This will feel very strange to remember. Mm-hmm. You will remember almost ceasing to be Corson Hallways. Almost. You will remember remembering that you're Celestia at Stardust. You won't remember Celestia's like long-term memories. You'll just remember that you were Celestia's Stardust. And you say darling a lot. And you can play a lot of instruments. And you drink whiskey. And you drink whiskey. I swear. Um, oh, like, <laughs> experiencing, experiencing death oh. of personality, but coming back. That's, yeah. wow. Yeah, you get full, like, death of personality. For, for, for as long as this remains, you just are Celestia. Um... And the but the Celestia but Corson just yeah just starts acting like a really passive copy of Celestia. So this time you again it takes it takes a little bit more focus. You're not down enough to be able to do this in an action yet. But after about a minute of focus, you feel yourself that switch happens, <laughs> and you are again looking up now. Uh, this is exceptionally weird, though. So, first of all, you can see Celestia up above, blink, fuck, whiskey, blink, like, <laughs> confused and passive. Um, and, but you can also see 
everything. You can see in every direction. You can see the ground under your feet. You can see out of your knees. Uh, you can, can see through Corzin's balls. That happens. Technically, <laughs> you're not able to see through the balls because you're in clothes. You're able yeah, to see well, through. Well, yeah. You're able to see through the gusset of his trousers, though. Gusset. Yeah. Gusset. Um, like everywhere there is a tattooed or painted eye you can see you have bewilderingly more than 360 degree visions like 360 degrees in three dimensions Um, and it's strangely okay it's momentarily disorienting but you're not going as like blind from managing all of this as you would expect you can definitely somehow feel that the magical belt that makes this possible is taking the strain off your brain, off the brain you're thinking through. It. <laughs> yeah, this is deeply confusing. And you hear, you hear, uh, cause and say, "Oh, this is deeply confusing." Oh, being Celestia's RP, but like causing. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh, this is deeply confusing. It comes out a little bit like sound, like sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this has gone very wrong. Um, C- Celestia, is is that you? Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, darling. And that's darling. that's oh. not that's not causing. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, and we'll just assume that the underreading is happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, going to cool. swap back now because I hate this. Uh, so. Ooh, chest hair is fun. Anyway, let's go. Make Bye. A, Bye. Make another com- another charisma check, please, to to get back. Just calls in for ten minutes. Natural twenty. Yes. Oh. This time, just just the sh- whether it's mo- being motivated by the real oh, desire to not be in your friend just fear any longer. That. You you actually managed to get it right just like almost instantaneously you realize you actually need to cycle the same you you were doing it wrong you're trying to reverse the change uh like by pulling in the opposite way you actually need to pull again the same way and it cycles you through it's like a, little like a change washing. yeah like a little washing line yeah. <laughs> And you're back in. would have a bunch of different, um, like, sailoring uh, (laughs) kind of uh, metaphors for this. So many. (laughs) And you blink back, and you're in your body again. And Corzin just does a little pose. Um, I'd like to get rid of this now. You let the connection break, and you you feel the connection break and snap back. Corzin, or rather I should say, Celestia. You become causing again. You feel your own nature reassert. You have you you remember the last like minute or so of being being fake Celestia, being real Celestia through your body. You don't remember being in the other body. You don't. You, you at no point do you remember possessing Celestia's body. You just remember your body acting like actual Celestia as opposed to like a kind of shitty fake Celestia. Also, have you got like two sets of memories for the same amount of time? Uh, no, no. This is just continuous no with the Celestia's rest of your body. memory. No oh. one is remembering Celestia's, what was in, happening in Celestia's body. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you, like, whether souls have swapped or not... Your brain remembers 
being causing, being shitty fake Celestia, yeah. being real Celestia, being in your body, being shitty fake Celestia again, and then being causing. And it's a continuous track of experience. The discon it's there's a deeply like bewildering discontinuity from becoming yourself again. Um, but you don't nothing like you don't recall being pulled into a, into an ocean or anything anywhere. like you didn't go anywhere so much as you stopped existing. Jimmy relays this because I have an immediate question. I mean, like, Corzin, yeah, how do you react? Because this is what everyone sees like the moment. This, I, like, I'm compressing this all into a moment. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Corzin, as soon as he's uh, back in his own bill. Oh, uh, and he'll, he'll like, like be touching his hands together and like making sure he can like still sense everything around him. You can, in... with ludicrous stereoscopic vision. <sighs> You have was... really big shoulders. There's just, huh. just a lot more shoulder than I'm used to. That was very strange. Well, I've not had any other shoulders to compare them to, so... um, You were a whale yesterday. I guess whales don't have shoulders. Not in the same way, no. I've, I've had time. a decent amount of shoulders. Yours are big. Oh, all right. Um... Mm. I can tell you, T-Rex, bigger. Okay, mm. so just out of character, so I... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I'm understanding this correctly. Mm. From Corson's point of view, it's like time has been lost. No. no. You were no. just Celestia. It's like, yeah, you remember everything that happened, you just weren't you. Oh, right. And you okay. remember, and, and you, like, it feels unnatural now that you're no longer Celestia, but you remember, like, everything you thought going through a Celestia lens. Oh, that, okay? was, that was weird. Um, on the plus side, I'm fairly certain I didn't go wherever you went when you weren't here. Oh, you didn't go anywhere? No, I remember being here in in this room as you, but... Oh. Were you in, in there or in here? I point at him. Were you in there or in here? I point at me. I think I was in in here and he points at himself but I remembered it through you that's weird that is weird but it was like I wasn't anywhere it <sighs> so you were just me for a couple of minutes yeah um I have a question say we did this to an enemy and I was thinking about the plan of what we were trying to execute is, is that not an issue if you you're just me? Remem- so you're thinking back on it. In the way that... It's pretty hard to remember your own thoughts. Uh, unless you're deliberately thinking to yourself in a sort of like... Frankly, most of the time, unless you're like mentally going over with the internal monologue of, okay, I need to do this, then this, then this, or doing Declarative this. statements. Yeah, oh. declarative statements in your brain. You don't really remember what you were thinking in a given a moment that you're doing things. You remember the thought of, I need to do this, or but you remember doing the thing. 
and being the person who did the thing. You don't necessarily remember the thinking behind the thing because you don't need to. That's what it's like. You remember Celestia thinking, Celestia's sort of experiential sense of, oh wow, this cousin has got a lot of eyes. Yeah, okay, I think. Um, um, the but way like, he would, yeah, that's He doesn't it. go that deep, yeah. He would just kind of say, I, I don't know if this makes any sense, but it was like, I remembered the experience you were having as me, and that was what was, um, like, the, the, the totality of everything. I, um, I don't think I remembered your thoughts specifically, uh, unless all you were thinking was, um, uh, oh god, shoulders, eyes, um, everyone's really tall. (laughs) I mean, that's basically it. But there aren't, like, clear thoughts. So no information was passed. It was just the experience. Yeah, it it sounds like shallow experience. I mean, it's supposed to be a shallow echo. So maybe it's not that deep. And when you came back, you didn't have to, like, try. It just happened. There was no sort of effort on your part to be you again. Was there? You feel like... You get the feeling that um, you could have tried resisting the change to begin with. Um, but once it was there, it's once you were Celestia, you didn't want to not be Celestia because you were Celestia. But maybe if something really disruptive had happened, the part of you that was you might have been able to try and become you again. I don't know if this makes any sense to you, Celestia, but it, it was kind of like the two of us became um, a looped piece of rope. And our bodies were the uh, the yeah. ratchets at either end of that rope. So you pulled on one, it went around. You pulled again, it went around again. And it could keep going f- for as long as you want, only you could want the rope to be in a certain deal. position, otherwise nothing happens. Yep. Yeah, that's about right, actually. Weirdly. Well, there wasn't any danger of you getting lost coming back. Like, it was a... There was a stri- like a, a fixed path. I think it was a closed system... But it's a case of being able to exert enough control on the rope. Hmm. So you didn't go anywhere? No, I... It was no, I... coming back within the space of what you had. The weirdest thing is, it was like I... I, Corzin, didn't exist for a, sh- a certain time, but I was still aware of everything because you were. Oh, right. Gross. Well, this is reassuring and horrible. Um... Well, oh, I don't want to do it again. No, we don't. I don't. I don't think we need to right now. Well, I don't think that the um, I, I, and uh, did you get the sense of any other um, uh, consciousness or entity in uh, uh, intruding on on that? Because I certainly didn't. I mean, she's the only thing here right now. Point finger snap. Uh, That's nothing, a point, actually. When. Is- during that, was I aware of finger snap? You were not. Okay. Right. Well, I wasn't aware of uh, finger snap during whatever the heck that was. Ooh, wait, no. When you became true Celestia, you suddenly could see finger snap. Okay, but when you were the when you were the shitty echo version, you could definitely not. Yeah. All right. Well, I. And I will point to where I remember um, 
finger snap being. Finger snap hasn't actually moved still from a... that position. So I think she's basically just been in the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. Is she still over there? Yep, that's right. Right, now I couldn't know that. I couldn't I myself I know that. I put my hands her head earlier. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you did see... So the only space. way I know that now is because Celestia does. So if you did it with someone who didn't have spirit sight, would they then see spirits? Oh, finger snap. Do, do you have any idea? Hmm. I cannot see spirits. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she can't see them, so she's not sure. Okay. We don't really have anyone else to ask. No, the okay, only way yeah, to so... do it would be to try it, and we're not doing it. I'm, I'm alright, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you didn't, like, when you had the echo, it, at no point has it tried to do magic. Or anything harmful. The it appears it appears, as far as you can tell, that the quality of the echo you create is a pretty shallow echo of you. It, uh, from there, I can kind of estimate that it would have vaguely the same objective, but shallower. But shallower. Yeah. Um, like it wouldn't peck yeah. scamp because. Yeah. Like yeah, I wouldn't hurt scamp. Wouldn't. And when you swapped, when you were with like you were causing. Did you feel like you had access to Corzin's abilities at all? Um, I mean, you felt like you had access to Corzin's body and Corzin's muscle memory. Uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm still me, just in a different physical one. Hmm. So the the magic comes from Corzin working with the spirits, like Corzin's self, not the body and the spirits. Yeah, I think so. Is that the case for everyone who does magic? Like, if you did it with, um, who does things different? Oksana! That was a learnt thing. That I was, uh, think some of it was I wouldn't mus- magically know what she knew. Uh, but the muscle memory would remember some of it. If you had the knowledge of those spells, you could work through I mean, it. There's, there's muscle memory and then there's actually knowing what yeah. things do there. Because I imagine Oksana would probably have muscle memory of so if whatever she was doing with someone those else, bars, she like could. moving them. But... I wouldn't know what it meant. Does that make sense? So if Oksana used the eye and swapped into someone else's body, she could use that body to cast if she had the, the right tools. Yes. Potentially. I think so. I suppose it's arcane versus well, spiritual-based magic. Sources. Yeah, I don't know if the... I look at the pride spirit. Would you come if I was like... Say I'd wanted to cast a spell as causing just then. Would you have been able to help? I think I would... I, I mean, I think it would still be you, so yeah. Okay. If it was really you, I'd uh, I'd come to you. Okay. I will ask the uh, the ambivalent octopus, like, what was that like from your point of view? Yeah, that was that was weird. Like causing pinching the bridge of his nose slightly, saying, like, if uh, oh no, it's like you stop being you. But would you still be able to do the same things if if whoever it was told you to or wanted to? Yeah, be able to, maybe. Want to, maybe not. All right. Um... I don't think we can know the answers to these questions. Yeah. If I'm honest, I think this is just spitballing. <sighs> It's a shame we don't yeah. actually have like a spell in common that both of us know how to do. 
Because that might answer some questions, but... I don't want to do it again to no. test, I'm afraid. No, that's not... No, I think that's that's enough for now, but... It does make me worry about my magic, if you would... Because we don't know where mine comes from. No, we don't. I don't we don't know. If it's, it's like a... yours and Victory's. Well, no it, is it... it comes from you, doesn't it? I don't know that it does. Well, yes, but is it body or mind? Because I don't know that it's mind. I don't know either. Because my body's done magic when I've not been home. The only information we've had is... I mean, all the evidence, obviously, by that time, the, the tree spirit said you were one that burned from within. And we see you differently. Like, you you look more solid than other people if you have spirit sight. And so it might, it might be in your actual body. There was that time that friend and, and everyone would well, fill in say, when but, I wasn't but wasn't it friend or whoever of your uh, companions um, making that decision though yes but I can't cast you magic through your body I think whereas friend could cast scam magic through scam's body yeah right. that's different and it wasn't friend's magic that's not I magic think I never swap with your victory I think that's very important. Not that I would anyway, but pe- people like you, I mean. Yeah, because if you can't anyone... control that suddenly, if the magic's still there and you can't control what it. What if I go into you and it's awful because it's somebody else and your body freaks out, which would be pretty natural because it's being taken over by something and, you know, you do loads of... Your body does loads of random magic things that I can't control. Yeah. That would be really dangerous. And victory basically controls the weather, so... Yeah. <laughs> Let's, let's not do that. If it is your body and your body gets defences up because it's being invaded, yeah. And let's let's never do that. It's a good thought. I don't want to know what happens. No, me neither. Okay. Are we done for now. Yeah. It was partially this reason why I did say it had to be me. Yeah. No, I just, just I I can do too much damage. I don't have control. Not enough, anyway, to be safe. Well, my point was, if... If you... have taken this long to get this in control, somebody just popping themselves into your body for five minutes... Hmm. It's not like... Like, if it's a thing that you're constantly controlling and not realising you're doing it... Yeah. Like, there's fucking rubbish if I just pop in for five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> not really bad potentially. Like, there's not much that I do that isn't breaking stuff. Really, you make things lately. Friend makes yeah. things. I just help. But what about that um, uh, fort you made? That's friend. You still directed it, didn't you? Yeah, but I don't know if you'd have access to friend's stuff. The stuff that comes from me, it's mostly breaking things. Well, my point being is that you you had to make that decision. Yeah, but the trouble is I don't control it well, so we shouldn't do anything that's risky. Hmm. (sighs) What do we do now? Lunch? Beer? Yeah, I uh, think I could do. Is she, she's she's uh, still. Knock at the door. Um, finger snap. I think I think we're done for today. Thank you. You look away. You look back. No finger snap. She's gone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. 
Warden cracks open. Uh, yeah, the weird shit's finished now, darling. You can come in. That's all right. Um, there's the... Uh, oh, what's her face? The uh, young uh, tiefling girl from uh, Basilisk. Oh, Victory's here. Yeah, I just wanted to... Uh, I was asking uh, if after lunch you wanted to uh, help us steal a mansion. Apparently it's not far. Sure. Okay, yeah, today can't get any weirder, can it? Oh, I'm sure I can make it weirder. All right. And with that, you demanacle and head off to lunch. Orden, take an extra um, uh, set of rum rations for the week. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Will do. <laughs> and at that point... I think we'll pick up next time. So thank you all very much for listening. Thank you all very much for playing. And farewell from all of us here at Thinlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. In dreams we find a place of calm. A fireside romance safe from harm. Yet waking knowledge leaves me cold. The power to steal a chicken's soul. Soul, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.